It's time for a wonderful weekend. Oh, it's no. time for football to begin. Okay, I like this song. We've got tackles and sacks. Where in the world is Khalil Mack? In Chicago. <laughs> Roger says, oh no. Football. How was that? How was that? <laughs> that was absolutely lovely. <laughs> you should make a record label. That like was... a bunch of these uh, running backs out there that's got record labels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking about one of those rapping running backs later. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> the bell um, ball. That one. Yeah, so, um, yeah, football's back. We had a game last night. Um, recording Woo! this late Friday night, so it might be Saturday when you hear it. So there's a game Thursday night. Um, it was kind of bad. I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the best start to the season. It was super sloppy. Yeah, there was like, it was like 26 flags or something. Something shit. insane like that. Each there, team there had were, there were twenty six flags theme parks in that game. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody was having fun. It was like when you go to Six Flags and it's just lines. Yeah. Just lines. Does any I don't think anyone has fun at Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> you get to ride one coaster. I've never been to a Six Flags actually. Are they good? I don't know. Like I've always like six made flags. jokes about them, but like I don't know if they're actually like good or not. I mean you know, we're from Ohio, so yeah, there's like Kings Island Cedar Point, so like exactly. I, I was spoiled on that. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> back to the point. Yeah, it was a sloppy game, and um, there were some really bad calls. Um, no, most notably the Julio non-catch. That was the worst one by far. Yeah, that was it just stupid. But um, yeah, because like I don't, I don't get like the Austin Hooper one was a catch, and then the Julio one was not a catch. It makes zero sense to me, and they they reviewed it. And still fucked it up. So, right. Like, who are these refs? What are you looking at? I needed that me or that gif from Rick and Morty or, like, or a like clip from it where, like, Morty's like, just get all your shit together and, like, put it. <laughs> put it in a bag. All your shit, Rick. <laughs> but, or anyways, yeah. who's he talking to? Summer. It's summer, summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a little Rick episode, but, um, right. Yeah, that was bad. There were some really bad missed calls in general, like, P.I. And it's hard to tell what is and isn't roughing the passer. I don't know. So, I didn't see a whole lot of the helmet penalties though. No, there was none nice. of that. Yeah, that was good. But no I mean, worry. yeah, that, that, yeah, I was really worried. But so far, so good. So we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm sure there's gonna be at least one really shitty one. But um, because like during the preseason, it, like they, they called less and or fewer and fewer as it went on the last week of it. There weren't many, so I think it was kind of like they were just starting very liberal with it and then tightening up. But um. Yeah, the game had pretty much ended the same way as the playoff game did, like trying to get it to Julio in the end zone and it not working. So, low scoring. Yeah. Battle of grudges. Yo, Matt Ryan looked rough though. He did. He missed some throws. He looked like he was still in preseason. He just looked off. I like I don't know. He was throwing some ducks. Get that guy in a dome. <laughs> like those balls were quacking. Like <laughs> they're quacking. <laughs> He was. He just looked pretty ducking off, man. <laughs> a little wobbling all over the place. Yeah, the, that wasn't great. Unless he was targeting Julio, and Julio saved him a couple times. Oh, what's new? <laughs> Dude, Julio's a monster. If that one catch has to get nullified, he's he's at 200 yards, I assume. I mean, because he got more yards that drive, but true. Be 200. Like, I mean, he's already what was it, like 10 or 11 for. 
I think it was 10 for 169 and then a rush for 11. So 180 yep. yards for Julio. Not too shabby for a loss. Yeah. What is it? I think, who was it? Mike Clay or someone tweeted out that like um, Julio had 169 receiving yards. And they, I think the rest of everyone else in the game had like 220 or something. That's absurd. <laughs> he had almost as many yards of offense as the Eagles did. I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, he had like 180, and the Eagles had like what, like 230 or something, something. Yeah. Dreadful. Okay. Yeah. Julio Jones 169. Everyone else on both teams 214. I think that includes Nick Foles. So. <laughs> oh. Stinker. Yeah, but um, what well, did you have any more thoughts on the game? I don't know. It was, it, it was definitely the first game of the year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Not a whole lot other than that. Uh, Coleman had a nice little vulture. Jai, I feel like, kind of got a little lucky there yeah. with that first game. Yeah, the Falcons had some guys off the field for a bit, and they took advantage for sure. I would trade Ajay right now if I had him. Yeah, I mean, like, so. <laughs> I don't know, because, like, the thing is, his volume was, like, like, or his snap count was low, but they used him when he was in. So, like, it's hard to tell, like, what they're actually going to do. I mean, there's definitely going to be some more good games, but if someone's, like, really buying, then, yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, we can move on to some uh, some little bit new news pieces, just some kind of injury um, updates. I mean, a lot of it's already been talked about, and people have made moves on it, but I figured we'd give our takes on it. Um, the first one is the Patriots running backs are well, mostly Burkhead and uh, Michelle are questionable. Um, I, I think Burkhead plays and is limited. I don't know if Sonny Michelle plays or not, but I mean, if Burkhead I would plays, say no. you could probably play him just because he probably gets to go on work and then i think james white is an option and for ppr regardless for sure because okay like there's gronk and hogan and then james white like <laughs> james white i think That's i think he's, i think he's the third target right now <laughs> like hey i don't i don't know who else i mean i mean Berkeley have have some. Other... i mean philip dorsett is that what you're counting on quarter patterson I think James White gets far more targets than either of those guys combined. Yeah. So. yeah, it's not looking great. Dude, how how about a Brady Gronk James White stack in DFS? You know, it wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do I, one. You and I have talked that Gronk is probably worth it this week. Yeah, he might just blow everyone out of the water at the tight end position, so I mean he's always a mismatch just because of his size and athleticism. Like it doesn't like I mean there's just not a whole lot of safeties that can cover him. And Tyron Matthew is cool and very good, but he is still much smaller than Gronk. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I think, I think it's really just more of play Gronk. And then. Yeah, but James I, I, White. Go James White. Yeah. And if Burkhead plays, he's an option. Um, I wonder if Jeremy Hill will get some vultures. <laughs> oh, I forgot he was there. I think I think the whole team did. But. <laughs> I mean, if Burkhead doesn't play, then he gets the fill-in for Burkhead. I think, like the, I think the Bengals forgot he was there. They're probably like at practice this week. They're like, Jeremy, get in there. Like, Come on, like, that's ah. not Jeremy. Marvin's like, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Marvin's usually pretty clueless. So, <laughs> and and anyway, um, I'm a coach. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm supposed to win the playoff games. <laughs> I thought they. I thought it was off for like once you like once if if you win you're off like you're done. It's like Survivor, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we've got the Jags. 
receivers. Mm. Um, it's pretty much just obviously Marquise Lee is out for the season. Um, so who, who do you like next? I Keelan Cole is my guy for sure. I like Didi to step in. I know he's young. He's definitely got some work to do. But yeah, I don't know who else he's going to throw to. They got rid of yeah. Robinson. Because they've got – it's pretty much Cole, Moncrief, Didi, uh, ASJ. Yeah, and ASJ had an injury. Yeah, I think I think he's going to be playing because there's something with over this core. I mean, I mean, the Dalt, it is it is the Giants against tight ends, so also true. But I don't know. I think Keelan Cole is the guy this week, and that's mine. But you, you like Didi? You said I like Didi. Got I don't know if I like him this week, but long term, I like him. Yeah, and then I've expressed my feelings on Moncrief. It's not like he's like he's he's a good athlete. I just don't think he's like good of a receiver <laughs> have it's expressed hard to this. tell just, like he had andrew lock and wasn't doing great he had tom brady right he go to he go to the or was he just with the colts, that was the I colts think Dorset. Dorset, yeah yeah he's the one on the Dorset. i mean still i mean if don if yeah, don i'll just call him don, <laughs> don Creep, that's beautiful if, if donkey does well <laughs> if donkey, donkey does well i'm not gonna be like startled and shocked but like i don't i'm not expecting it but I, I'm personally just not high on many Jags players this week. That's just going to be me for this week for sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I uh, it's kind of a gross committee to be choosing from. Yeah, well, but, I'll, I'll talk about Cole more later. Don't worry. Okay. And then, um, so, um, I guess back to last <laughs> night's game briefly, as we saw Wentz and Jeffrey out, and they definitely kind of missed both of them a bit. Um I mean, I think up until that point, it's more of just Ertz and Aguilar. And, yeah. Right? Like, and then Jai, as you see fit. Mike Wallace was non-existent. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that was more him or Foles. I, yeah, I really don't know. I saw that there was some thrown to him. Yeah, because he drew a pass interference call. And then, or did he? I don't remember. It was like an almost, I think he did draw one. There was an almost one. I don't know. But basically, like. It's likely, given the sheer amount of penalties. Yeah, I think he got one. But, I mean, like, he's he's still got it. I just don't think Foles is. I don't like. I I'm not. Who do they play next week? Because like, I'm not like. I think there will be one week that he does find Wallace on a deep one and it works. You like, mean like next week versus Tampa or the following week at Indianapolis? Both oh, of those are viable. Okay, actually, so yeah, Wallace and Aguilar could both be decent options in the next two weeks. Kind of like that. <laughs> the next two weeks, because we're talking about week one. So, well, yeah, because I mean. You can't really play any running backs besides a Jai because, like, he he is the red zone guy, despite what we saw in the playoffs last year. So, I mean, it's a Jai for the running backs. Don't think you can start Sproles or Clement unless you're PPR and maybe you want to go Sproles. Yeah. But I don't think I'm starting Foles even even against like Bucks and Indy. Like, I think there'll still be better options in Foles. <coughs> I feel like one of those weeks he'll be okay. But I mean, like. A little while like to get to it when you start yeah. talking about the next weeks, but like I'm not rostering him unless like I'm in a super flex and I have him the backup lens or something. But yeah, but yeah, and then like, okay, I obviously like in, like taking a victory lap on an injury is dumb, but like I I was off of Jeffrey during the off season, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, and part of my reasoning was he had this surgery. I don't think he's gonna be right, and like. And obviously not like trying to like be like yeah he's hurt I was right but like he's missing games and that was part of my concern and when he does come back I don't know how he's gonna be like I don't yeah, we've seen it before yeah if if you can sell Jeffrey like what right when he comes back but before he plays and someone's like 
hyped, I would do it because I don't know if he's going to be the same. It's definitely seeming like it'll be another tortured year for the guy. Yeah, and if you because can... like oh, sorry, go ahead. I don't know, like apparently the injury he had. I remember when the Super Bowl was happening. Like this is pretty old stuff. He had like the injury all season, yeah, but just neglected it to finish the season. It. Yeah, out. it was bonkers. Which is cool, but it means he didn't get rehab on it until really late. Yeah, that's the issue. That's why, that's why I'm still missing time. Which I mean, it's good that they're taking their time with Wentz and Jeffrey, especially for Wentz because face the fucking franchise. But I think it's a buy low on Aguilar. He's like he had eight catches, but for like thirty something yards. So I think it's a buy low on Aguilar right now. If you want yeah. to have a good option the next few weeks, and then uh, yeah. So next up, we've got um, obviously there's the Kenny injury a while ago. Um, I'll see this week. I'm not big on either guy because it's Minnesota. But um, rest of season, Morris or Brita? I'll take Morris. Gotcha. Um, I believe in Morris though. Like I've always had a good like a spot for the guy. Like you know, if, uh, Morris uh, and a Shannon offense. It's hard to go against that. Yeah, and I that doesn't mean I don't think Brita's gonna do well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just prefer having Morris. It's I don't know. It's kind of a, if, I think if I like gun to my head. If 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 it's standard Morris, if there's any PPR, I'm gonna go Brita. Mm. Would you would you still go Morris if it's half or full PPR? Yeah, I would. Gotcha. I think it's like a Jeremy Hill, Giovanni Bernard situation. Honestly, you're probably right. <laughs> They'll both be splitting up a bit, and Bernard's clearly the better catcher, like Brita is. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean Morris won't catch it. He'll still have a few. Like a, a few. How many? Uh, yeah. He really doesn't catch many balls, though, does he? It's hard to tell because he didn't get any time with Dallas. But when he was with RG3, they ran that fucking option with him constantly. So he has 82 career targets and 92 career games. So, so you know, got like <laughs> he does not catch the ball at all. <laughs> well, that's that's less than one a game. 82 targets and 92 games. Oh, damn, you're right. <laughs> I thought it was one. I thought it was the other way around. It was oh, like no, he'll yeah. get at least. I figured it would go up by a little bit with Shanahan. And that's and he's got 57 receptions in 92 games. Or if we want to Wolf. say in starts, he he's got. Oh, this this is better. He's got 57 receptions in 69 nice starts. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so still less than a reception a game. So, yeah, <laughs> he's not going to catch many balls. Right. <laughs> this is my take. So. I said, if you're standard, no. If there's no PPR, I guess Morris makes sense because he'll probably get some goal line work, but because they don't have any goal line options there as a thing. So yeah, they really don't. Good ones like your deep guy, and then uh, I mean, what's guess, his face? Pat Pettis. I don't think I he mean, might. He, like, it's Pettis might come out as a red zone option for him, but I think Kittle is going to be the Ooh. big one. I think it's like I think Kittle and Morris are like the top two red zone guys. Yeah. Maybe it just means more Robbie Gold. <laughs> there could be a lot of Robbie Gold this season. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, next up, we've got Marlon Mack. Um, he practiced a bit Thursday, some today, Friday, I think. But um, if if he doesn't play, we'd like Jordan Wilkins, right? I yeah. think that's a pretty obvious start, and I think I think he's gonna start if uh, Max out. If Mack is playing, it's an avoid for me. Yeah, just overall, yeah. I'm not taking Mac because I don't think the line's good enough to this good enough to like sustain a committee for fantasy value. So the O line has gotten better. Well, which is I mean, nice. that's it's not, not saying good. much. 
It was it was arguably the worst last year. Yeah, it's like I mean, even, if, even if the Seahawks line got better, it's like from what? <laughs> <laughs> or the Packers kind of thing, yeah. The Packers line well, did get a lot better. But... Had a trash can, and now you have multiple trash cans. You have a trash can with a scented trash bag in it. <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. It's like so instead of smelling just like rotten veggies, it smells like rotten veggies and like Febreze. <laughs> rotten veggies and Harvest Meadow. <laughs> So a swamp. <laughs> yeah, more or less. So a swamp. So uh, the Colts are a swamp is what we're getting at. I think that's ultimately the segue we were is, going into. So is Andrew Luck Shrek? <laughs> His voice is Shrek. That's for God's who's, who's, sure. Who's Donkey? T.Y. He's <laughs> just number two, right? Like he's his number, I guess, number one. He's main homie. And then I can see him being Donkey. Is, is Frank right? As he is he Fiona then? And then who's who's the dragon? Is, hmm. is Frank Gore still the dragon because he's like like mythical? Because he's not Possibly. anymore. But maybe <laughs> Benatari. <laughs> yeah, he's a dragon. He's so old. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So on this episode, I'm Ozzy Nama. So we talk about cartoons and the cults. The, the cultoons. The cult. Oh man. All right. It's all ogre now. It's over. <laughs> oh man. Classic. Oh man, you're an ass. <laughs> All right, so that's enough of the Colts. Um, Freeman, um, he went out for a bit with his knee last night. Apparently, he's fine. He says he's fine, as long as we don't have a guy situation where like he says right. he's fine and he's a torn ACL. But I, I believe he's probably fine. I really should pick up Tevin Coleman just in case. Or if, for, yeah, yeah. If, if somehow he's available, if, you're, if he's still available, your league is probably still. It's know. a six-team. It's a six-team league or something. If he's still <laughs> rather, I would say it's rather young. <laughs> yeah, but um, Kindly. so ho- hopefully he's fine. But that 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 would probably explain some of the splits last night on the carries and snaps and stuff. Because usually Freeman yeah. is a little more, but it was like dead evens, and that's probably because the knee thing. Um, yeah. Next up, Vance. McDonald is out this weekend. Jesse James will be the tight end. Um, I mean, I guess a DFS if you want. He's not a bad option because he's probably dirt-ass cheap. And the Browns, they're probably not any better against tight ends, I'm guessing. So, Yeah, I don't think so. I, <laughs> unless they figured out how to use uh, Jabril Peppers. Well, one other linebacker is my prison for a while soon. So, I'm gonna... God. Insider trading. How do you like? That's so hard to get caught for that. To like, prove I guess it's like te- you know a better white collar crime than what you know it's normally in the news, right? Yeah, and the, it's dumb that like it's that that's like up to twenty five years, and then like Ray Rice like punches the shit out of his wife, and like <laughs> like I get a slap, or like Greg Hardy, he's God. he's in the MMA now, like. But don't don't you dare inside trade, right? Anyway, Jesus, yeah, what a shit. Can't believe that fucker played. Yeah, like and Jameis Winston's gonna be back week four. Like, but don't yeah. you don't you dare insider trade. <laughs> don't you kneel either. <laughs> <laughs> and forget about trading while you're kneeling, because that's yeah. just come on. And just make sure it's not Nike stock either. <laughs> I want I want Adidas to come back with a campaign that's just like a clip of No Sean Moreno, like crying at the anthem. <laughs> just the cry face. <laughs> and like 
It just like fades the three stripes in. That has been some quality memes though with the with the Nike ad. Oh my gosh, yeah. The Cutler one was good. There's like a Like regardless of one. your opinions on it, like we don't have to get into the political side of it. I'm totally like, you know, do whatever. For, you yeah, know, it's your business. Yeah, he's making bang on. So it's yeah, um, like just the quality of memes after oh, gosh, all that. Yeah, the Thanos one. <laughs> yeah, even if it means sacrificing half of everything. Yeah, Ju Juju put one up, and it was just a black and white photo of him, and it's, he just said it's lit, and that was it. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> I love Juju. Yeah. I guess quick DFS note: a stack of. Well, I guess they can. With Le'Veon out, I think a Big Ben Juju AB stack wouldn't be terrible. Oh, because because Vance is gone, AB is gone. All the targets. Sorry, not Vance, sorry. Vance is gone. Lev's gone. My bad. And so all the targets are going to be AB Juju and I guess maybe James Washington. Yeah, because let's so, face it, James Conner, if he is starting, he's not going to be Le'Veon Bell. Let's no. clear that. Let's clear that one lose Jalen Samuels, but yeah, uh, Juju and AB are easy plays this week. They they can they might both be like top eighteen guys. I still think uh, AB will finish up higher just because of the amount oh, yeah. of receptions. Like AB is going to be top five, and Juju can still be like in that like mid wide receiver two range. Do you think this is going to be a high scoring game? What's the over under on it? I <laughs> I honestly feel like it might be. Oh well, there, there is the weather. I forgot about the weather thing because it opened at a forty seven and a half, and now it's down to forty two. That's pretty low. Is it gonna storm? I, uh, yeah, well, because because Jolly was saying that like it might, he like they're worried about it getting canceled or something because it's supposed to be like a shit storm, not just because it's the Browns, but like a shitty storm. I mean, <laughs> so and, and, just so, so the, 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 these comments are all weather pending. If it's if it's terrible weather, then like you may be firing up your James Conner, or just or honestly, right. even if it's bad weather, I would still you still fire up AB, duh. But like. Yeah, for sure. He's going to catch it. Yeah. Roethlisberger doesn't tend to fold in yeah. uh, bad weather games either. Yeah. He's big. How do you feel about Hyde in general, even if others good or bad? You know, I, I feel okay. RB2 flex? Somewhere there? I would definitely flex the guy. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think RB two is bored. I mean, he probably flexed himself too. I think he's got some big muscles. I, I think he gets that t like twelve to fifteen. Yeah, maybe not that, but like he's he's startable. He should be starting on someone's fantasy roster this week. Yeah, based on the Browns' usage in the preseason. But um, anyway, back to back to what we we're talking about. Um, we were on Vance. Okay, we stayed mostly on the Steelers. We stayed on Steelers Browns. It's good. It's better than usual. Um, next up, Joey Bosa is Joey. Nosa for this weekend. He is out. That helps the Chiefs. <laughs> Greatly. They are very yeah. happy for this. <laughs> Especially the Mahomes and his well-being. Oh, God. How is the Chiefs' offensive line? Um, I have some O-line rankings up here. I think they're, like, average. It's a very big Oh, they're, they're, actually, they're pretty good. They're, <coughs> they're So, like, on football, guys, was it the, um, Matt Batoni does – or Matt Batonti, sorry – does offensive line rankings. He's got the Chiefs eighth, so that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Make no mistake, though, this Chargers defense, even without Bosa, is still yeah, deadly. Yeah, it's still good. It's still very good. So, but that means oh. it's it's a little less fear on like you know Hunt and everyone. For sure. 
Let's see. Um, next up, we Wolf Fuller is questionable with a hammy. Um, I don't. I don't think you can play him this week. Like fast guy hammy. That's that's a that's a bad time. Those, it's kind of limiting your one good asset. Like yeah. <laughs> like if if you're fast, you need your hammies to be a top operation. Yeah, but you know Hopkins. Hopkins, Hopkins, Hopkins. Oh, yeah, that's, that's an easy one. We're not here to tell you to start Hopkins. Like, I mean, we can if you want, but, like, <laughs> if, if you need, if you, if you, that's what you need, start, start Hopkins. Start, start yeah, go him. ahead. And, go ahead. You can feel safe about it. Yeah. Okay, so we got that out of the way, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I think, I think it's Hopkins and Miller and Watson. I'm still starting Miller. Um, for sure. I mean, it depends how risky you're feeling. Like, the thing is, like, I don't know, like, even if he plays, like, what if his hammy pulls up or some shit and he can't go deep? Like, I know that happens in bed sometimes, too, but, like... Ah, hammy! Uh, I can't go deep! I can't go deep! <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, I'm I'm off of him this week. Who's the other guy if, if you know, who's the RB, or the um, WR2? I... Bruce Ellington? Yeah, I think so. Because uh, I think Kiki Cutie is like dealing with some ailment on his own too. So I mean, who's the tight end? Is it Ryan Griffin or something? It is. It is Ryan Griffin. Sleeper. <laughs> Sleeper. I mean, I don't know because if he does play like, he probably gets one long ball, but I don't know if it's for. I mean, <coughs> I don't think it's worth the risk of him like re-injuring his hammy in the game. Like if you've got no other options or like you're a huge underdog, like it's might be worth it, but eh. hammies are such a tricky injury. Like you gotta let them heal. Yeah, like it's not like it's not like a turkey. It's just yeah, it's totally different. <laughs> All right. Next up, Xavier Rhodes <laughs> is uh is questionable. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it's looking like he might not play. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if he does play, obviously that's. A problem for whoever he's on. I don't know who will be on. I don't know if they'll put him on Goodwin the whole time or someone on Garcon or what. I mean, Garcon? imagine and imagine they'd put him on Goodwin probably, right? I would th- think so. I mean, like I Goodwin's like Goodwin's I fast enough that he could beat him on one and be fine. But I don't know. Either way, like the whole defense is still good. Like I think Rhodes. He might be on Garcon. I'm really not sure. I don't know how healthy Garcon is. Yeah, it's like what is it? or if he's still you know great. He was really good when he was healthy, you know, back in the day. Yeah, he's getting up there though. So I don't. I, I, I keep tabs on off roads plays. I don't know if it affects much of my plays from San Fran because I probably avoided them mostly. But I said Marquise yeah. Goodwin can always pop on off, and honestly, like he was still getting a lot of targets last year too. So I mean, they have more options now, but I guess what Marquise is what a wide receiver three flex guy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then who else? You got like Trent Taylor, Pierre Garcon. Yeah, it's just a ragtag group. The group group of grinders, you know. Group of grinders, a little couple gym gym rats in there. Group of groom grinders. <laughs> anyway, um, next up, uh, Brent Grimes is doubtful, as it might apparently matter a little bit. Um, the Bucks defense bit. might be even worse. Oh no. I mean, you're starting all your Saints regardless. It just makes it sweeter. <laughs> like you can, st- I think every Saint, every every Saint is startable this week, pretty much. Like Kamara, Gillisley, Michael Thomas, 
I'm probably gonna start Traquan or Ted again, Breeze. Cause I don't know, I don't, I don't know if Caramel is healthy or not yet. And it sounds like he's not really got much of a role there. But like, you can, there a lot of the Saints are startable. Ben Watson, like, yeah, fire him up. Yeah, just put them all in. Yeah. Fuck it. And then on the other side, I guess Mike Evans probably gets a lot of balls from Fitzmagic. I would assume so. I think he'll be targeted like a shit ton. Yeah, I'm not even going to get into the puns like we did over text. Anyway, um, <laughs> next up we've got uh, Devontae Parker is not playing because apparently his, his finger is still messed up so he can't catch because that's a new yeah. new development apparently that he can't catch. Was, that That's why he can't catch. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I've been spinning my finger the whole time. I promise. All my fingers are really bad. Yeah, because they attach to you. <laughs> I got dick fingers, guys. And they De- soft. Devontae dick fingers Parker. Imagine if you did have that, though, and like to catch the ball. Like, they're either going to be soft or, you know. <laughs> this can go a lot of ways. Um, like this podcast just got NSFW real quick it's it's kind of always been (laughs) shit fuck (laughs) alright so yeah I mean are you starting a dolphin Uh, are you starting a dolphin not named Kenny and Drake if you want to take a gamble on one of the wide receivers would you would you do Stills or Amendola like would one of those guys do it for you I would do Amendola. I don't have any lineups that I would do that with, but like if there was a situation where I needed one. Yeah, this might be more for DFS than anything because both guys are cheap, I think. But uh, okay. I mean, I don't have a lot of faith in it. If I had to pick one, though, I'd take him. Yeah, because I mean, Amendola like is this is this this replacement in the slot? I believe. Yeah. It sounds like it's not Albert Wilson. It sounds like the Dolphins made another terrible contract signing again. Oh, but, no. Um, what? Dolphin's got a bad contract. Ah! Um, Nuts. Something. Yeah. Anyway. So, I mean, Amendola probably gets some targets and enough catches to, like, not screw you. Yeah, but... I think so. I mean, they definitely brought him in for a reason. They wanted to change the locker room culture, and I think he'll get integrated. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, how good are the Dolphins? Yeah, it's really, really hard-nosed guy. Always got his face in the playbook, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Real high motor guy. Good <laughs> locker room presence. You know, cla- what a classy grit. vet. Got some grit. You know, that deceptive speed. He was he an undrafted free agent? I think. Was he? I uh, went to the Rams. Danny, I had caps on Danny. Um, Danny Amendola. Yeah, he was injured so much at the beginning yeah, of his he career. Was, yeah, he started, I think he was UDFA. It doesn't say anywhere he was drafted. So, yeah. Danny Amendola, a playoff Danny. When you see this guy in the playoffs, he's never hit 700 yards in a regular season before, but when you see him in the playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah, Danny Amendola's never hit 700 yards in a regular season, by the way. Fun fact. Well, actually, no. In 2010, he hit 700 total because he had 80 rushing yards, 81 rushing yards, but he's never had 700 yards receiving in his career in nine years, so I don't think it changes this year. So I, I mean, really don't. He might be okay this week, but like, do you take? A I like him stills? more this week because I don't like running against the Titans. I think yeah. they won't have, do it a whole lot. Has Tannehill ever been able to find Stills though, or has Stills always been good when it's Matt Moore? 
like, it's Winman's map more. He's yeah. never hit stills. I don't know if he can throw it to him. Yeah, accurately. Like, he can get right. it far enough, I think, but <laughs> far enough and, like, close enough. <laughs> That's a very important second part. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do either, but if I have to pick one, like, I know, I know Danny won't, like, totally screw me. I mean, I know probably, I know people want Danny to screw them probably because, like, he's not a bad looking guy. But he's pretty. He's pretty handsome. I mean, he's, he, he was a he was a white Patriots receiver. He was right around six foot or so. So <laughs> he's handsome. You know how they like him over there. Yep. Bill <laughs> just creepily looking like over the playbook. Chad Hanson, whose name is like like you said, is basically <laughs> Chad Handsome. Yeah, he's a little sleeper, isn't he? Way under the radar, that guy. Well, like you said, like like what like what if Bill Belichick just a big pervert? Like, it really, I mean, and he's got this, this weird point, racist fetish. Like, <laughs> he lacks some six foot tall, lean, white, and muscular. Yeah, and like some a, a pretty decent beard. Oh yeah, they have to be able to grow the beard. Yeah, I don't know if Chad Hansen has a beard. Anyway, this this is getting out of hand here. Um, if Chad Hansen grows a beard, is this confirmed? If Chad Hansen grows a beard. He is instantly in your lineup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so keep tabs. You got Chad Hansen beard, beard watch. They got Chad Hansen. If you don't know who Chad Hansen is, by the way, he's this. He was a uh, sec, he's a second year wide receiver. He was taken by the Jets last year, and I actually was pretty hyped for him. I thought he was make. They were saying he had a really good training camp in preseason and he looked pretty good but they I mean, signed like 12 wide receivers to the jets they don't need him anymore so they got rid of him patriots picked him up and the quite patriots, frankly <laughs> the patriots love getting guys from their division right he looks exactly like the type of prototypical new england wide receiver yeah. that, is, that is gonna end up doing pretty well there it's like he's just a name maybe just keep an eye on he's i mean he might amount to nothing it's pretty likely but We've said that about a lot of pass receivers. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you know, Kenny Britt, Philip Dorsett. There's not a lot of competition, so. It's but, exactly. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Hopefully, don't have to start Dolphins receiver. I, I want not to, even in DFS, probably, unless I'm like, Danny Amendola is enough money here. Um, next up, we've got Eric Berry's doubtful. That's really helpful for, um, I guess whoever I get Antonio Gates. And then I get I guess just the deep balls for Tyrell, and yeah, because Eric Barry defends tight ends well, and then it helps with the and Tyrell is the deep ball guy, so I think it helps Gates and Tyrell. I'd say. Is he is Eric Barry? It's the same injury, right? He's still coming back from. Um. He had last year the uh, ankle or Achilles. I think it was Achilles. Yeah, I don't. I think it's something like compensated from that. I can look it up real quick while I'm. Digging through stuff. Um, let me look up Eric. Dig a hole, dig a hole, dig a hole. What to say, what to say, what to say. Heal. Yeah, so same thing. Doubtful for week one. So he's probably not playing. Yeah. That's a big blow. I mean, last yeah, year. Yeah, defense is already so bad. It's It got really bad in the offseason. Yeah, let me fire up all your chargers. In yeah, we'll get to that a little bit later more, yeah. too. Plug in your chargers. Oh my god, alright, I'm officially out. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Why would anybody steal phone chargers? It wasn't for the money, it was for the power. 
Uh, it's a master of none. I've seen that art. I'm trying to. I don't remember that specifically. I like that show though. Um. Anyway, so you've got some other in non-injury news. Um, Khalil Max in Chicago. Obviously good for Chicago defense, and I guess by extension, Jordan Howard, and bad mm. for NFC North quarterbacks. Yeah. I love the fucking, like, just little clip of Rogers looking at his yeah his, tablet, his iPad, yeah. and then it's, like, Khalil Mack gets straight the Bears. He throws it on the ground. <laughs> yeah, that's – as a Raiders fan, I'm sad, but – I would be, too. But I've also, like, come to really get sick of everybody shitting on Gruden for this. That mm-hmm. I'm like, I really hope it works out for the Raiders. I mean, I do, too, obviously, as a fan, but – um. I, I was kind of like mm, when I saw they gave a second round pick back as well, but yeah, because it's gonna be like a mid second, like at worst, <laughs> not not to sound bad, but like I don't think it's gonna be like a the twenty seventh pick or anything. Like here's like I was kind of looking up some stuff on it too, and it's they're gonna get two first round picks, right? That's mm-hmm. the deal. It's not very likely that either of those picks end up to be as good as Mac. Let's, mm-hmm. Like, let's be yeah, honest. that's the that's the problem I have with it. It's like you have a known commodity and Khalil right. Mac that is really fucking good. I don't know. Hmm. They say a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. They must have figured that meant two first round draft picks. I don't know if I necessarily agree, but like, just to make you feel better, uh, they signed a ton of rookies that are going to be on the defensive side of the ball. Like Arden key fell really low in the draft. So they got him. Oh, was they... it Maurice Hurst, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they ended that was, up that getting, was a good like... one. Yeah. I was happy about that. He's like a first round talent. It was just like the thing with his heart, obviously right. a big issue, but I like, I, they definitely plugged in some holes on that defense that are, it's going to be like a little bit better overall. So right. I actually I we were don't on the Raiders. Why are we talking plug in? Hmm. I thought we were off the Chargers. What about plugging in? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, like they definitely got some new. It's going to be the last talent. podcast of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think overall their defense is actually going to be better than last year. I'm going to be it's, honest. It's, uh, can it be worse? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I saw um, Bruce Irvin. Yeah. I mean, at least, at least, at least they traded him. At least they were like nice enough to be like, We'll let you get paid somewhere else. Like at least they're not pulling a Steelers move. Yeah, Which, see how that well. I guess to out. get to that, um, Le'Veon Bell is holding out. Steelers are not trading him. They're standing put, and Bell is not there. Um, there was a report that, like, from I probably think Rappaport or Schefter, one of those guys, that like the Steelers said that their guess is that Bell will report on Saturday, but like. Who, their guess is probably as good as as good as anyone's. Like I don't know if anyone's sure. So and that I mean he still won't play Monday then or not Monday no, Sunday. Yeah. So like I mean obviously it's James Conner this week. Um, where what's where are you on James Conner? I think he'll be solid. I don't think he's gonna be Lev Bell. I mean Lev yeah. Bell is gonna get you twenty something points. Where where do you think he finishes? Like RB what? Um... Kind of a range. Like okay, let's let's go through some guys and we'll see who like you'd start him over. Let me pull up the running backs here. Can I look at week one projections? Here we go. Okay, um, let me. Okay, uh, Lashawn McCoy. 
I'll see. I'm gonna. I would start him over McCoy, but that's because I'm so absolutely down on the Bills this week. Yeah, that would be that would be tough. I think it would depend on the format. Like if there's any PPR, I think I'd go McCoy still. Um, let's see Royce Freeman, or uh, I would Conner. start Royce. Yeah. Um, I saw someone ask Alex Collins or James Conner on Twitter, and I was like, this is getting out of hand. Definitely so, Collins. Yeah. Um, Mixon or Collins. Mixon. Oh, sorry, Mixon and they're Connor, projected I mean, sorry, the yeah. same. Yeah. Um, Derek Henry or James Conner. Ooh. See, I'm still going Derek Henry, and like same. I would still go Jordan Howard. Like these Definitely. guys that are f- first three rounds. Like even though James Conner is in a good role, like I we still don't know for sure he's gonna get all the work. Like I think the question shouldn't be like. Would you start James Conner or Derrick Henry? It should be more like, would you start James Conner or like Isaiah Crowell in your flex, and you already have two solid yeah. running backs? Because like, but people are asking like, should I start him over? Like, this like it's don't start him over someone like who is better. Like, it's week one. We don't know much. Like, you kind of have to go off talent unless like you're super sure that like someone is really bad at something and it's a really easy matchup or whatever. Right. Like, the Browns' I, run defense is is pretty fine. Like. <laughs> It's not bad. Like the, I, that you and I were talking because I couldn't remember last year if they had a good run or good pass defense. I think they were, I think they were good against the run. They, they were, were well, good against the run and really bad against the pass. Which I don't know if the run thing was a product of the pass thing, but, but that um, might be. But either, regardless, like this week, you got Juju Brown and and Roethlisberger. Yeah, they don't and, need it, and like I don't know how they might use Jalen Samuels more than we all think. Like I don't, I think it's I think it's very naive to think Connor is just an auto like like auto rb12 or something like oh god no that's way too high yeah like i think i think Oseo crowell is about the line like jamal williams those are the kind of <laughs> type of guys that'd be like okay exactly because like i would still probably start kidding drake over him just because i like the upside a lot on kenny drake that's who he is i start lamar miller over him like people are getting oh, out of sure. hand with a lot of this stuff and i think it's silly like could I be wrong and have my foot in my mouth? Yeah, like I, I'll, I will do that. If James Conner is like, if James Conner is like RB, what? I mean, I, I'm not, not going to put RB twelve out of the question just because like things happen. But if if he's like, I'll say if he's a top ten all running back this week, I will put my foot in my mouth literally. I'll send so, I'll send Scott a Snapchat of it and then we can prove it. And I'll put it on YouTube. Yeah, or so, whatever. But like, <laughs> he, he will verify that if. Yeah. Connor, I said top 10, right? Mm-hmm. I'll put my little foot in my mouth if Connor is a top 10 running back this week. No, I'm thinking like top 20. <laughs> yeah, he, he can hit top 20, but if people think he's going to be top 10, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Yeah, me neither. So, okay. Because top, because okay, so Kamara, Gurley, DJ, Zeke, Fournette, Barkley, Gordo, McCaffrey, Hunt, but Cook. Like, Cook. Yeah, and then Ajay had a pretty good week. So, like, I think all those guys for sure beat him, and probably Royce would, and like Collins, but like, like the guys that are like who we talked about, like Mixon, Henry, Howard, like those guys could flop and Connor would be fine, but like I don't think he outproduces those guys who are like surefires. So like I said, he's out of the top ten for me. Which I mean, I guess because like twelve is a possibility, but not a probability. Like the probability is like twenty. But yeah. Yeah, like I, I like I think he's right around the like Crowell kind of line. Yeah, I just think it's getting absurd from what like the Twitter polls I'm seeing. It's weird. 
but so it, it, he should be owned, obviously, because we know we don't know what's going to happen with Bell. But, I don't know what the Steelers' offense is going to look like with a new coordinator either. They might just fucking take shots downfield. Yeah, like it could just be like he might be like fuck this Bell Cow thing and <laughs> switch yeah. out a lot. So I don't. Yeah, it's it's interesting, but I don't know. Are you? Are you like? Are you gonna try to trade for Bell anywhere? Trade for Bell? Yeah, and like try to buy oh. low on him. Nope. What if? What if you are in an auction league and your best running backs are like Rashad Penny and James White? Then would you? Do it? Then I'd be very sad. First of all. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a nice situation. <laughs> but oh, okay, it was an auction league, and I have Hopkins and Odell, so like it's okay. okay. And Russell Wilson, and it's super flex. Shit. So You're not like, in the worst shape. So like I've been, I would then for if I was in your league I would. Yeah, I've been I've been poking and prodding at the bell owner trying to get him before something happens because I think <laughs> I could sneak him out for something. But yeah, yeah. This, he, when he comes back, he's gonna be great. Yeah, and like, what if they do trade him? Like, what if they do? Yeah, is this this is a very nifty situation where it's like this this is like t- very much testing your risk tolerance. Like, if you're a bell owner, what are you doing? Like in this situation, if you don't, especially if you don't have Connor, like if you do have Connor, your bell owner, you stay put. You stay put for sure. But like if you don't have Connor, it's a do I trade Bell? Do I do I hold him? Like it's it's tough. And like I don't I don't know what I would do because I don't I don't actually have Bell anywhere. Do you have Bell anywhere? Nope. I very specifically did not draft Bell in a single league because of the holdout. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in most of my leagues. If, where I would have been able to take Bell, I also had the ability to take Zeke. Yeah, exactly. And in literally every league, I was like, Zeke 100% yeah, over You and I are both high on Zeke this year, but... Oh, yeah. how can you not be? Yeah, it's... He should get plenty of receptions, right? Mm-hmm. Should. But, um... um anyway, I think that's kind of covers everything with Bell. And, like, Connor's a fine, like, low RB2. Um... So, like, if you have him, there's a chance you may be starting if your running backs are weak. Um, he's more just, like, bait for the bell owner, though, honestly. And then fire up your pass catchers, especially Juju, yeah. maybe. Well, that's your, you probably are anyway. Um, but I guess James – I guess I guess the takeaway is maybe James Washington's a nice flyer. James who? James Washington. They're, they're uh, he might be a nice flyer. If you feel lucky. If you're feeling very lucky. Depending on the weather. But anyway, so um, next up, as we all know, Mark Ingram is out for the first four weeks. Um, right now, Kamara and Gillis are the only two running backs on the active roster. So I think you can play both of them. Yeah, I would say so pretty confidently. Yeah, maybe even together. Well, you probably won't have to, but like Gillis is playable in a flex kind of thing. He'll definitely get the uh, downhill carries. Yeah, and you're starting Kamara. So especially For this sure. week against the Bucks, like Gillisley could actually have a very usable week. The Bucks Every single Saints player could. If the Saints I mean, I know like they're 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 projected for like thirty by by Vegas. And so yeah. like like if they put up like freaking forty something, no one's gonna be surprised in the least. No. Sean Payton likes to kinda of be a dick, so <laughs> it's his nature. Yeah. Um, Robert Turbin <laughs> is suspended for a bit with his thing and his PEDs or whatever. I mean, it's pretty embarrassing when you're bad and you got suspended for PEDs, huh? Yeah, Mark Sanchez cough. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? There was someone else. Like, 
plug oh the Ma- max mccaffrey guys oh like god yeah. four names for p he's like it's so embarrassing um but yeah i mean Tarvin being out if max out that's more clears away for jordan wilkins that's the biggest thing for me or christine michael but we know what he is <laughs> um, yeah we, yes we do unfortunately yeah. Yeah. um aaron jones i think this is one of the most interesting ones he's out the first two games and so like everyone's firing up jamal williams because he's kind of the guy and then Timo is the catcher, the, the pass catching back there Montgomery is. Mm-hmm. Once Aaron Jones comes back, though, what are you doing? Starting him. Starting him, you think he's going to get the rollback right away? Yep. I see, I don't... If I have him, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not starting him right away when he comes back. I'm not as confident as you are in it. Just because Williams is a good pass blocker. I think they value that a lot. I just... Uh, I still don't know how the offense is going to shake out. I don't know how much they're going to use Ty Montgomery. I feel like they're going to use him in really cool formations, but I mean, Aaron was, Jones looked really fucking good last year when he was in. Tyman will have some value to start, though, like just because like it's Rodgers, and he used Tymo a lot last year to start the year. Obviously, it was just him. But, I mean, he's still going to have some value. <laughs> and I guess really, honestly, like if, if Williams is a good job of protecting Aaron Rodgers – like he might he just probably keeps the job like if i'm being honest honest if he's a good pass blocker yeah like if he keeps rogers upright pretty significant like if he notably keeps him upright like i think that's goes a long way especially on that team i mean that that is a good point just because like their offensive line is very shaky like i think Rod- rogers has enough clout now that he can just be like i like this running back better and that probably matters enough he's blocking well for me yeah um, and then next up, obviously Edelman's out four games with his suspension. Um, Julian Pedelman. Uh, we kind of went over this already. I mean, when we talked about the pitchers, running backs, we talked about the whole team. It's you know, Gronk, Hogan, James White, Burkhead. Burkhead. Maybe if you're in DFS or just desperate, Dorsett. I guess possibly. I could see it. Yeah, I'd see it. It's probably pretty cheap in DFS. I don't remember all the prices. I haven't looked at it a ton yet, but got to be in the fives, right? I mean, yeah, for sure. On on Fanduel, it's probably five thousand or less. And on well, I don't, I don't remember. The, I don't play much on DK, but he's probably pretty low there too. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Not that he's like three. Yeah, I, and actually, I I might do some more Yahoo this year. I did it for basketball, and I liked it. I think he's like the minimum or one off the minimum on Yahoo. But um, anyway, I mean that's that that situation's been known for a while, so it's not as tough to decipher right now um, and then Jameis Winston uh, is out for the first three games because he's a dirty boy um, <laughs> so who, who do the Bucks play the first three weeks the Saints and then who else um because I mean he's gonna just target the shit out of Mike Evans right yeah Week two, they play the... We know how Fitzpatrick Eagles. Plays. They play the Eagles week two, and they play the Steelers week three. So that's they're starting in three, right? I think that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. And then the first two weeks, they face very good defenses. So, um, I mean, who... Okay, I guess we'll go down. Like So, Peyton Barber... He's right now the starting running back, I think. Uh-huh. Is is I mean I, I think he's playable. If you have a bad situation at running back, he's I think he's 
maybe playable just off of volume, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> he is one of those players that is a little under the radar because he's been on a really bad team, but he has shown some pretty good flashes. Yeah, he's actually of like good. Everyone's like, oh, Rojo's there. Rojo and Rojo had like a shitty preseason. He's like, Rojo needs time. Yeah, they've got about three <laughs> on the depth chart, so that's real rough. They have him behind Jacquez Rogers. Oh, yeah. They have, they have him behind Jiz Rogers, so that's rough. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You hate but, to be behind that Jiz. Yeah. Oof. Worst place to be. <laughs> Speaking from experience. <laughs> if I had a nickel... If I had a nickel. The, the noise you're hearing right now is me eating some Mike and Ike's, by the way. It's going to be some great audio. Mm. They're caramel apple Mike and Ike's. That's a thing? Yeah, I think it's a new thing. My mom was like... Oh, my parents, my mom was like, Hey, I've got these caramel apple Mike and Ike's. You want some? I'm like, yes. Caramel apple's like the best flavor of these things, so... Yes, I do. <laughs> Like, some of them are caramel, some of them are apple. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't know if it was, like, a duo thing. I was talking to Jolly yesterday about, apparently, back in, like, 2013 or 2012, there was this campaign where Mike and Ike split up, and the boxes, like, either said Mike or Ike, and they had the other crossed out. Yep. I don't I remember I, that. No, I don't really. I maybe have, like, a remembrance that it might have happened, and that is it. I don't remember ever seeing it. I, I I actually specifically remember that. Like with the, uh, it was like a, just a line that was drawn through the mic yeah. or the Ike. Like a Sharpie, he said. It, but like, yep, it looked like a Sharpie. <laughs> did, did you buy them? Did it work on you? I did not. Okay, because Jolly said that he bought them, so it worked on him. I preferred to buy uh, good candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never bought just... Mike and Ice for myself. I also brought this up. I only have them here because my mom got them and offered them. I was always a fan of sour candy. So yeah. Like, I liked, like, sours. Oh, dude, I've got these Sweet Tarts Chewy Sours. That bad crunk thing was loud. I'm sorry. They're, they're very good. Those are phenomenal. Yeah, and, like, Sour Patch Watermelons. Those Ooh. are those are goat candy. A plus. Yeah. Like, that's that's the best candy. There's a Starburst the sour, like, gusher thing that's out. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mouth-watering. Yeah, I'm, go I'm a big some. fan of all that stuff. Um, that's why my teeth are bad. No, um, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons my teeth are bad. That's just part of it. Now, I've, I've, I don't eat as much candy as I used to, and also I brush my teeth before going to bed. Like, for, like I think like my freshman year of high school, I was really bad. Like that after that summer, I would sit, I would pretty much play WoW. I'd be like sitting there playing World of Warcraft until like four in the morning, and then just like pass out on the futon in the basement and not brush my teeth. That happened like way too often. That was, a that was college. That <laughs> <laughs> was all of college. By the time I got to college, I had so many fillings and so much dental work that my mom was just like, if you go to school and mess up your teeth, you are going to be in so much trouble with that. So I'm like, okay. All right. Also, I want to have all my teeth. So. Be important. Yeah. But um, anyway, back to the uh, bucks. Um, yeah. This message brought to you by Colgate. <laughs> Take care of your teeth. I use I use Arm and Hammer toothpaste that that baking oh, nice. toothpaste because my acidic saliva more. My sorry, my saliva is acidic, but uh, yeah, that's a fun thing. So, was you start Peyton Barber or Jordan Wilkins? Ugh. Ah. Uh, I'm definitely not facing this in our Barber. dynasty leagues. So. <laughs> I would start Barber. It's close though. Oh, it's really close. This is this is like this is straight up what I'm dealing with in the dynasty league. So that's why I mean, I'm, it's, 
As far as projection goes, I'm sure they're almost neck and neck, right? Yeah. I, I think I would start Barber. I, I, I think I'd go Wilkins personally, just because okay. I think that it's good. The team's going to be a little better, you know. Yes. I think the Colts are going to win, so that's going to be better for Wilkins. Like Barber may get some touches, but like his upside's capped, I think, because he, even if he gets twenty touches, it could just be eighty yards or hundred yards, and that's it. And like. No, like if he gets a touchdown, I think it's more likely Barber does not get a touchdown than he does get a touchdown this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's a reasonable expectation, right? Yeah, it's reasonable. Just because, like, the Bucks. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this first three weeks, all James is out. It's Mike Evans and maybe OJ Howard or Barber once or twice. That's about it, right? Like,. Yeah, I mean he can catch too, Barber, right? Yeah, but like I said, like how much are they going to score these, especially this week and next week against Saints and Philly? Like, right? Yeah. Okay, Vegas this week has them. What is it? It's, it's a over under is pretty much fifty. Saints are favored by ten. That's so like they they have the Bucks at like what um twenty points. That's generous. <laughs> yeah. I like they might get one touchdown. Yeah, who's who's their kicker? Yeah, <laughs> is it like? Is it Nick? No, they cut Nick Folk right after he literally ruined a game for him. Yeah, the Bucks kicker situation is you know never. Chandler Cadenzaro. Right. Oh, good. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, but, he I mean, actually was serviceable for the Jets yeah. last year, so I won't shit on him. I mean, I still wouldn't play him because it's a. That they're not going to score much. So. No, they're going to be down. They're going to have to always go for two. They're going to have to always go for touchdowns. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like the like their team, Dirk Cutter. Like <laughs> like I said, I think we, I think we both agree that Dirk Cutter is like first to get fired, right? I actually made a bet on a site about that that he would be the first <laughs> coach fired. Yep, were, heard were, it here. Were his like the most like the lowest odds or whatever, or like the best odds? I mean, no, it was Hugh Jackson was the lowest odds. Uh, that makes sense. Was Jason Garrett also up there? He was behind Cutter, I think. Well, I, it was like Hugh Cutter, Garrett. Hugh Cutter, Garrett. There's there was one other person. Maybe Marvin Lewis. Adam, oh, Adam Gase probably. Adam Gase was on there for sure. I, I mean, I don't, think the, I don't think the Bengals fire Marvin Lewis. We've already established that they won't ever do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> history tends to repeat itself. Over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, I mean, I guess Jay Gruden's kind of on the hot seat, but I mean, it's it's. I think mostly Gase, um, maybe whoever the Broncos coaches I forget who it is, but um, yeah, I mean, Cutter seems pretty likely, so it's a it's a good bet. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna look for it now while we continue and just see if I can find the original one. Mm-hmm. I wonder what Kevin James wears. What kind of shoes he wears? You know he has some type of like athletic shoe, like Asics. Yeah, he. I bet he wears like the, oh, is it Avia, like that one, whatever. Like Target. New Balance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen people use apparently New Balance is like a white supremacy thing for some random reason. It's like you know how Kermit really? the Frog. It's like all these things like you would never guess, or like Pepe the whatever it is. Like, Pepe is actually like a Nazi symbol. What right? shoes does Kevin? What the fuck did I lost his name? Why did I lose his name? Kevin James. Who? Kevin James. I don't. I was like. <laughs> Paul I, just lost it. I just lost it. <laughs> Mall blart blop blop. 
I don't know if oh, he's wearing some like working boots, maybe. Some boots. Uh oh. There's a picture of him wearing like some basketball shoes. Yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, basketball shoes. Totally. I'm just looking for pictures of Kevin. I'm looking for pictures of Kevin James right now, and this is really what my life is. You know that you've hit a new low when you're looking up Kevin James pictures on the internet. Yeah. Okay. Is there like a? Oh, there's like a fashion article on him. It's very short. I really <laughs> hope there isn't. It's a very. This it's a very week in short. fashion, Kevin James. Yeah. Okay. We'll get back to the football in a second. This is important. I swear, this is really important, Morty. Now I have to look at Kevin James' full body, and I don't want to do this. <laughs> don't do it. You've been warned. Okay, this isn't a movie. Okay, a movie doesn't count, really. Um, I can't research Kevin James in the wild. He yeah. has his own shoe brand, dude. What? Called, oh my, look at this fucking thing. Are you, are, you, are you shitting me right now? I'm sending this link to you right fucking now. Super, what the heck? It's called Alive Shoes. <laughs> he should choose his words more carefully. That guy is a walking heart attack. <laughs> what on earth? It looks like it looks like a Gatorade thing. <laughs> is it sponsored by Gatorade? Is it? It's for like running. Is Are you like telling a... me Kevin James has an a, a shoe designed towards fit people? Is this is this like a one off <laughs> or like? This, is this real? What is okay, this wait, reality wait, 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 we okay, stepped on. into? What's going on? Is is this is this a one-off or like I'm confused? Like I limited can't... edition shoe concept designed by Kevin James, designed in Italy. Huh. Well, you learn something new every it's day. It's the KRE Eight VV. The the Create VV whatever <laughs> Creative is what it's supposed to be. Create the. These are not good shoes either. They look so ugly. <laughs> it's like it's like halfway between like a dress shoe and a sport shoe. And they took the aspects of both and merged it together, and it Gatorade was colors on disgusting. It. And they they put they took a K and put the Gatorade lightning bolt in it. Oh, good. And, the, and like the logo on the box is like like dripping. I I really wish this was like a bad dream right now. Ugh. Why did I? If I didn't, oh my gosh! I warned you. I swear, I warned you not to do this. You have no think, one to blame but can, yourself. I, I don't think I can keep going, man. <laughs> Let's get Jay Watt in here. Finish the show. Oh, then, then we'll be going for two hours. <laughs> oh, okay, I guess I'm just gonna be demoralized the whole time. That Kevin James has a like, fucking signature shoe. <laughs> <sighs> well, just to get the spirits up, we can start talking about defenses and kickers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kevin James shoes and kickers. All right. Um, Does it get worse than that, folks? This is 2018. Well, Fanduel has the contest of four kickers in the Superflex, which I am entering. We are entering this, right? Yes. Are we doing that right now? Um, we can we can discuss it tomorrow, like when we like fucking live stream or something. But um, you got it. You got it, man. Yeah, it's like a three buck entry. It's so worth it. Anyway, so yeah, kicker is that you can stream defenses. You can stream. Um, obviously, there's gonna be guys of defenses that are owned everywhere. And if you have it, cool. Like if you have the Ravens or the you know Saints, like duh, and like <laughs> Good Bron- Broncos this week. Yeah, play them probably. Or like you got Will Lutz. 
Like, congrats. Well done. Yeah. So, I mean, there's obvious ones. So we're we're here to help you with the the not as obvious ones. Or if you're like you're, if you're like me and you still don't have a defense on your team because like you don't draft one and it was the last minute to get one and a kicker. Like that's just for you guys because this is what I do. So. Um, and when I say you guys, I don't mean a gender specific. I call everyone guys. So everyone's included here. Every nice little, you know, gender swap there from AJ. Except jugglers. No jugglers. <laughs> no jugglers. <laughs> Juggalos? Yes. Jugglers? Nah. Clowns in general, man. <laughs> it's just. ICP. Yeah. Anyway. Um... <laughs> oh, anyway, so kickers, we've. Uh, Chargers kicker, I wrote, I just wrote Chargers or LAC. Is that Caleb's, Caleb Sturges? I believe it's Sturges, yeah. Yeah, Caleb Sturges. Caleb, his last, Sturge. his last name is Sturges, dude. Like, it could be like Sturgeon, but it's, it's his last name is Sturges. I mean, that'd be a badass nickname if you were the Sturgeon. Some kind of weird Marvel villain. Yeah. Or, like, like it sounds vulture. like some, like, sea creature, but it's also Sturges, so... I wonder yeah, if any of his uh, teammates know about that. Anyway. Yeah. I'd have to say he's the best kicker they've had to go through there. Yeah, home home favorites. Decent, decently high scoring, I believe. Um, what's the over-under in this one? Like, okay, because kickers, you want high total home favorite, even better if it's in a dome or at least good weather. So that's, like, what you're looking for. And some of the guys who fit that, like, Guskowski and Lutz are, you know, already taken. But, um... There are other options. So, yeah, we've got the Chargers kicker. And um, one guy I like who doesn't really fit that mold exactly, he, he, it's, it's the high scoring. It's uh, Kaimi Fairbane, whose real mm-hmm. name is apparently like 20 fucking syllables long. But um, we're okay. going to go with Kaimi for now because he's Hawaiian. They to truncate it. Yeah, they truncated it like by a large margin. Um, it's, it's a high scoring game. Um, I, mm-hmm. I imagine it will be the over. I think it's the highest over under of the week, right? Fifty and a half. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I got, I got nothing about winning this, but like, they're notorious, quote unquote, bend but not break defense. And even last year, Houston torched them, and like, I don't think the defense really got any better that much. I mean, maybe a little bit, but like, eh, yeah. And they lost Patricia. So, they I mean, I feel like I feel like that's actually like something that might be underestimated <laughs> is like Patricia not being there. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, I mean he's a good coordinator. Butler as yeah. well. well I, don't about, I don't know if loss is the right word, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Traded. Malcolm Butler lost them. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Malcolm? Why? But um, yeah, he's not in the middle there anymore. So. <laughs> Mozzie left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot of points, and there's going to be some like red zone stops. So like, you will. Like, Fairbairn will get plenty of, like, at least extra points or some field goals. Like, it's not going to be, like, a super low-scoring game, so. Yeah, he's one of my favorite kickers this week. Uh-huh. Who, who are some other guys you like? I know kickers are your favorite because kickers are people, oh. too. Kickers are people, too. Barely. We're all people, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, one guy we talked about was Venateri. Mm-hmm. kind of underrated, and he's available, actually, in mostly every league I'm in. Yeah, he's not very owned because people are just like the Colts are bad, but I don't know if people are just like afraid that he's old, but me is. You know what? Like you can be old and have a really good stretch, and you're gonna be all right as a kicker. You know? Yeah. (laughs) They're home favorites in a dome, and it's 
what is this like a 48 point over under or something like that's yeah like that's still good still good conditions oh it's the best conditions for a kicker especially like especially if you think the colts like aren't like okay they've got ty hilton so like <laughs> and then <laughs> and exactly then. a bunch of guys who like might do some things a little bit in ways but i mean i don't think they have like i mean i guess ebron and doyle are their red zone weapons and like if that's if you're relying on guys who you don't catch very well in the end zone you're gonna have some field goals so much agree yes, he fits all their criteria in so i could see this being a field goal game like it mm-hmm. ends up being a score of like something's really stupid like 21 yeah, there's like two touchdowns and like seven. five field goals or something right yeah. like they only score field goals back and forth it ends up being like 16 13 you're like what is happening like the arizona San Fran game last year right one of those mm-hmm. was yeah where freaking robbie gold went on a streak of several games lighting it up i do remember that <laughs> anyway um we've also got uh mcmanus gano uh, and crosby that said um home favorites um all those guys so and i how's the scoring on those look let's see uh green bay they have a pretty pretty okay total i mean it's just green bay when you have aaron Rodgers, that helps the carolina total is kind of lower so that's more of like a if you're maybe it might be more of like a dfs one if you're trying to like limit exposure just by like being different on a kicker or something Randy Bullock might not be bad either. If I'm just gonna go back to that game. Who's Randy Bullock for? Is he on the for Cincy? Yeah, I mean, is that it is the Bungles? It, they're like Indianapolis to Cincy is hardly even a road game. If you like, it's not. Yeah, it, I it's mean, like that, an hour and a half drive, two hours at most. Yeah, used to be in much. the same division as the Colts, so he's played there before. Yeah. Like, it's not a road game for the guy, and it's uh-huh. basically the same conditions. Exactly. And I think that's a kicker battle of a game. I'm on it now. <laughs> Going forward, and then um, Denver is that, – that one's also a lower total, but they're favored at home. And the altitude. <laughs> the altitude, If there's though. one thing Chris Collinsworth has taught me, it's that the altitude in Denver is good for kicking. <laughs> and also that Jimmy Graham plays wow. Jimmy Graham played basketball and that Chris Hogan played lacrosse. And something, something RPO. Yeah. Pro Football Focus tells you that Nick Foles is the <laughs> RPO master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy really guy. turns it on in the playoffs. You know who else turns it on in the playoffs? Danny Amendola. <laughs> that guy's <laughs> a grinder. A let me tell catch you what. By Danny Amendola. Danny Go. playoff. Come, wow. Come Cincinnati and buy a steak named after me. That's a thing. I think I think there's a steak named after him at like a, a couple Cincinnati steakhouses. Really? Yeah, I think that the Jeff Ruby Steakhouses there's like a Collinsworth steak. Pretty sure. Oh, goodness. I'm like 90% sure on this. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. All right, and... talk about some defense while I look this up. <sighs> All right. Let's see. So just a couple uh, defenses that we thought might be some nice stream options for you. If you didn't decide to draft one or something like that, which I know AJ did. I think I waited pretty late on it, and I didn't actually didn't draft a kicker myself, so I was in a similar boat. But, yeah. Um. I know this was one of yours, but it was definitely one I was considering too. Is the Lions' defense? Oh yeah, you mean you you gotta. <laughs> They're playing the Jets it's, in Detroit. It's a rookie's again. first start. Well, I love Sam Darnold. I think he is actually going to be good. Like, and it's hard for me to be faithful as a you know Jets fan that my quarterback will be good, but I am. 
and mm -hmm. he is gonna be so bumpy at the beginning <laughs> like i'm okay with it though i remember like peyton manning's first season was garbage so i'm okay if that's what happens it's like the not the shit on you but it's like the most cliche one it's like it's like peyton manning had a rough first season he did he was not the people were like what it happens, and I think he's gonna have some growing pains. I think he's gonna show flashes of cool stuff, though, and there will be like weeks where he'll be a viable stream option. Mm -hmm. But it's gonna be hard to predict. Yeah, it's. On top of that, uh, the Lions should have absolutely no problem getting through the Jets' offensive line, which is gonna cause a lot of problems. Okay, I think. And... Oh yeah. Okay, there. Sorry. Go ahead. And I was gonna say, and Darnold's probably guaranteed for at least two turnovers. Uh huh. So there's the State Collinsworth at um, Jeff Ruby Steakhouse at the Precinct. I remember seeing this when I went there once. It was very good. Um, the State Collinsworth, it's a filet with king crab and asparagus on top. Or I might just be with it. I don't know. And then Bernays and uh, Bordelais. It's an eight-ounce filet. So it actually sounds pretty good. It sounds like everything you could want. Yeah. So I guess the, the Chris Collinsworth steak is apparently really good. I probably sounds like it. There's also the... Um, if the was it the lachi the lachey whatever i think the lachey we're gonna have to try it there's only one way to know yeah and there's there's also there's an aj green now they added an aj green that was that's, that's a new thing it's a center cut good. 14 ounce new york strip um let's see so i'm just looking at stick now but um there's an aretha franklin the brenneman is it the the is it like is this is there a cincinnati person like is i don't know if it's lachey or lackey like l-a-c-h-e-y Nick Lackey, Nick Lachey. Well, it'd, like, it'd be Lachey. Lachey. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I think last time I went there, I asked that, and like the waitress made me feel fucking stupid about whatever she said, like, whatever I said, and I was like, oh, it's Nick Lachey, right? And she's like, no, it's like some Lackey sports player. I'm like, well, fucking whatever. I don't know. Mm, Wag you. Anyway, I, steak I, Collinsworth. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, there's a, there's a steak Collinsworth that actually sounds very good, so. Okay, I was not mistaken. Anyway, so Lions defense, yeah, good. They get the Jets um, in Detroit. Was Sacks, Matt Patricia, turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, just all in on that This one. is one of those, like, home favorites, favored by a, in a pretty decent margin. It's a six-and-a-half-point spread. So just within our lock-of-the-week range, um, like, if one, when it's, like, a touchdown spreader more pretty much, like, that's a defense you go for that's at home because that's when you can really get those opportunities for – turnovers and pick sixes and stuff i said i like the saints defense a lot this week They're, i really want to see what carry on johnson does probably something but probably not like a ton this first week let's we'll see what he looks like in action they're still they, they for some reason i mean okay i get using three riddick but for some reason they want to use like a combo of riddick and blunt and carry on is abdul on the team anymore he is but yeah he'll probably get like two or three carries so i don't know whatever um eventually carry on will take over at some point but that's a different discussion anyway um also, I think the Titans-Dolphins game is going to be pretty low scoring. So I think you could justify either defense there. Um, I mean, like whoever you think is going to win, just pick that defense, I think, right? Like, Yeah, I would take the Dolphins D personally. Like, I, you could see the argument for either. Mm -hmm. And I, I think they could. those two can also be all, – all these could be some DFS. I think these are all cheap in DFS. So, like, well, I mean, Lions play Monday, but and I, I, don't, I don't know if – I don't think Mace like, lose Sunday night game with the Packers – who are also a decent option. I'm the big home favorites, and for all we know, Mr. Trubisky could still, he could suck. So 
You really could. We don't like. We don't know anything about this defense or this Chicago offense. It's their first game. They're going to be playing some catch up with Aaron Rodgers. So like, and the Packers defense isn't as bad as it was last year, right? So. No, that's I mean, gotten better. And just having Aaron Rodgers helps the whole team. Like they're not going to be behind as much as shit. So. No. Yeah. Absolutely, but, um, they've gotten. They've got. They like went out and got every corner they could. Mm-hmm. Jarex Alexander looks great. He's going to be instant impact for that Packers defense in the secondary, like Marshawn Lattimore last year. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. not quite to that extent, but, but he's good. He'll be yeah. good. But um, let's see. And then the Giants did. Bortles could always implode. It's yeah. Much as I love him, it's on the road he could implode. Um, and then uh, Washington, they um, the Cardinals line is bad. <laughs> like some, sometimes, it's, bad. sometimes it's like simple. Like sometimes you're like, like and so like so this might be more for DFS than like the straight up like you know like your leagues because like you can probably pick up the Lions in your league or the Packers or Titans and be okay with it or the Broncos even and some of them and be like oh, this is good or like even at the Cardinals if you want but like if you're really struggling somewhere like the Giants or the or Washington could be like fine options just because you know like it doesn't have to be too. Difficult, you just be like Bortles throws picks, or the Arizona line yeah. is like one of the worst in the league. So, yeah, and uh, Ryan Kerrigan's a pretty underrated pass rusher, and he's gonna yeah. get to Bradford. Yeah, Washington's pretty much healthy right now, which is something mm-hmm. they did not have last year. Um, right, exactly. But anyway, on to our uh, one of my favorite segments, or probably the most important segment of the show, I'd say, is sleepers and streamers starts sits busts and bold predictions lots of s- there i need to de-ess there for this um yes. my start is david Njoku. um just to kick this off um okay let's say what i could say weather weather pending and even then he may be okay because he's very large um Lar- large hands good hands um absolute unit that one yes he's an absolute <laughs> unit um he is <laughs> Did you see him on Hard Knocks? The dude is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, he also destroyed the Giants in the preseason game, but um, he's he really good. Um, Tyrod seemed to like his tight ends a lot in Buffalo. Like if that continues, and in jo- like in Injoku's not going to be splitting snaps with Seth fucking Deval this year. So right, yeah, like he's going to be the, the main tight end there. So like this could be actually a really big coming out party for him if it, the weather permits enough for it to be kind of high flying. Interesting, interesting. And also tied in like after the main guys, after the, the top like five or six guys, it's kind of like a crapshoot anyway. So, I mean, yeah, it's there's just a lot of mouths to feed, but mm-hmm. I like the pick of Njoku. I really do. A lot of upside there, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, start is the Chargers wide receivers. <laughs> All of them. Any of them, yeah. <laughs> because the Chiefs defense is going to be really, really poor this week. I mean, I would expect it to be. I think this whole season, but yeah. Well, I mean, especially this out, yeah. Eventually, yeah, but it, exactly. Barry will come back eventually. That'll help, but this first week it could be really rough for them. So definitely, I mean, I don't have to tell you to start Keenan Allen. I shouldn't have to, uh, but I like Mike Williams too a little bit, just as a second year guy. Like maybe he comes out and does something, and then of course there's Tyrell Williams as well. So like. I'm okay starting all of them. They lost Marcus Peters. Uh, 
Yeah, I've I've got a question for you. Yes. Do you think Antonio Gates being there hurts Mike Williams? No, I don't think Antonio Gates is going to catch a lot of balls. Well, but I mean, if he catches any, it would, it would probably be in in the red zone, right? Yeah, because he's not going to be running more than like five yard routes. Yeah, and but I, I think a lot of Mike Williams' upside, like this is just not me shit, not 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 necessarily this week, but just on the season in general. I think. Because uh, this week could be the best week to play Mike Williams because Antonio Gates just got there, but um, uh, Mike Williams's kind of thing is like end zone threat. So I mean, a red zone threat. So like, if Gates is kind of there, that might kind of spoil a little bit of the fun on the season. But just the thought. But like I said, we'll have to see. Th- th- I think this week will be like the most minimal impact of that. There's because like like I said, Gates just came in. So I, I think this week it's a fine call. But I just wanted to pick your brain on that. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting call. I really, it's gonna have to just like, well, I just have to see how Gates does this week. I'm not high on Gates. I mean, I'm that not much playing this season. week. No, he like just came you know, a week ago. He, right? Like he they cut it, him, and then they lost Hunter Henry, and they needed a guy, so they went back to him. Well, I thought he was retired and then unretired or whatever it was. I'm not sure. No, they cut him. They did okay. Yeah, remember. they released him. Um. And then to come back and get him, just kind of like, damn. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know how, like, in shape he is. Because it wasn't like, uh, you know, like, what if they cut him because they didn't think he was you know, fast enough anymore? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. but There's a lot of moving parts. I have to see how it works. Philip Rivers likes him. He does. So... And I do think if he's going to be used anywhere, it's going to be the red zone. Because, like I said, he's going to be running pretty short routes, like, yeah, like I mean, Jimmy Graham last year had like six six hundred fifty yards and ten touchdowns. Like, right. I don't think he's gonna get that Antonio Gates, but like, yeah. But like, tight ends can just be red or red zone specialists. But mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, um, onto our streamers. Um, we both kind of mutually agreed on Dalton and Tyrod as streamers. Did you want to talk about one specifically? I'll talk about Tyrod. Sure. All right. Cool. Yeah, you can talk about Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> I, I'm gonna feel Come dirty. On. I'm gonna feel dirty doing it, but I'll do it. But um, anyway, so yeah, I'll start with Dalton, I guess. So the Colts defense is really bad. That's that's the main part of this. The Colts okay. defense is really bad. Good like, start. Like, like a lot of their secondary should not like should not be one starting, two maybe even on an NFL roster. Like they've done nothing to improve any other defense. Like they've got no pass rush. Like, during the preseason, they couldn't get anywhere on anyone. Like, they will not be a threat to... So, the Bengals are line. It's not like... It's improved some. It's obviously not, like, stellar yet. But, like, it's definitely better. So, I mean, it's, like, probably mid-low mid tier. I don't know. But, like, it's it's not as shitty as it was last year. But... Yeah. yeah. Either way, it wouldn't matter. The Colts wouldn't be able to get a pass rush anyway. Like... <laughs> Who do they have on defense? Like I can't, I can't even think of anyone they have on defense because they're all that <laughs> bad. So, this the main, the main gist of this argument is okay. Streaming's a lot of on matchup. It's a good matchup. There's gonna, it's it's a decently high over under. Their implied total is like, what is it? Let me see. It's a forty-eight over under. It's like two. I mean, they're still projected for like twenty-three or something. So like, it's not like a terrible projection. It's like amazing, but like three touchdowns pretty much and a field goal more more or less about so like there's room for some for some for some airing it out 
Mm -hmm. So and the defense can't stop a nosebleed, man. Yeah, like Dalton's gonna be finding AJ Green all day. I think Tyler Eifert oh. gets a little bit. John Ross might get a deep ball. Like, yeah, John Ross is a good one. Like, actually. I, th I think I think like two fifty and two is like you can you can pretty much write it like put it in now for Dalton. I think. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, I, I mean, if there might be picking there, but <laughs> Joe Mixon, I think, is gonna also get a lot of catches. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of thrown to the running back. The Colt, the Colts defense is just so bad that I think two fifty and two is an easy bucket for Dalton. Cool. And if you're streaming, that's great. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And what else I, could you want? I like him for DFS as well. Mm. And Tyrod, but go ahead and tell me about Tyrod, Tyrod, whatever we call him. Tyrod. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. He called himself Tyrod once too, so I don't know. I think he's just fucking trolling us all. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna call him. Whatever the whatever comes naturally, he this I guy. <laughs> uh, so he's got a fun little matchup against the Steelers at home in Cleveland, and Tyrod has a lot of shiny new toys around him. And he's not uh, in Buffalo. And he's not in <laughs> Buffalo. Uh, let's just talk about that for a second. That shit storm. <laughs> Sorry, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna is... briefly interrupt. Um, mm. On Twitter, I made a tweet about. Fucking uh, was it McDermott benching Tyrod for Peterman, and there are Bills fans in our mention for like two days straight about it, and I can't oh, wait man. for Peterman to just implode this week and at them all again. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "This Baltimore," and be like, "Okay, I thought I thought I thought Peterman was good, guys." <laughs> like he oh, he barely beat out McCarron and out. But anyway, sorry, continue. He's so bad. Yeah, this is gonna be just a. Oh, he's being sacrificed, like you said. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, back to Tyrod. Um, yeah, he's got, let's count all the talent he's got around him. He's got Jarvis Landry now. He's a top wide receiver. He's got Josh Gordon, which, you know, I don't, I don't think I have to say anything other than <laughs> that, other than his name's Josh Gordon, and he's the savior of the universe. Hugh Jackson claims he's on a pitch count to make sure his hamstring is fine, mm -hmm. says Hugh, but... Yeah, yeah, we'll see. He's just gonna unleash him out of the gate. He's gonna get six hundred thousand yards in the first quarter, and then he's also got Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde, both of whom can catch the ball. Mm -hmm. That's and thing. Nick Chubb compliment. True. And his offensive line is not horrible. I, th I think. I mean, they're pretty decent, right? Yeah, I mean, they got that guy from the Bengals who's pretty solid. Uh, like and that was like when the Bengals lost their entire offensive line in one off season. They sent one guy to the Rams. The other guy went to the Browns. I forget his name now though. Yeah. But also, the, I mean, there's no Joe Thomas that hurts. But yeah, the, that's true. It's a better. I mean, Buffalo's line last year was okay, but it still wasn't good. But what he has this year is definitely better than what Buffalo would have this year. So so many more weapons. Oh, and if you're gonna have a quarterback, you need to scramble. I mean, come on. He's great for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they might because the line's not amazing. Yeah. And Todd Haley is also a really good offensive coordinator. Like, that's oh my God, yeah. He's calling the plays. Yeah. Glazed over that one. Yeah, that's a big thing. Um, yeah. I, I, I like Tyrod this week. I said, and, and the rushing floor. Like, you, it's, you can't forget that. Like, he basically gets a free touchdown. Like, if he rushes for 40 yards, that's a free passing touchdown in a lot of leagues, depending on your settings. But, like, that's uh, that's great. So, if he does that on top of, like, 220 yards and two touchdowns, like, 
that is a very good day. So Yeah, he's yeah. being projected yeah. at twenty points in some leagues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he might hit that. Yeah, like he's very stable. And like if he does rush for touchdown, like that is a huge ceiling boost too, so mm-hmm. yeah. I, I and Pittsburgh's defense, there's no shades here there. Like it's a big loss. Yeah, and then like I know I read somewhere like they they run a lot of zone defense and Tyrod just tears up zones like because of his like running ability like like he can like hold him like he can pretty much make them hold the zone for longer than they should because he's always a threat to break one off. So like basically like they're if they're in a zone they're like obviously when someone's in man their backs turn so they can take off easily but even when they're in zone like they they can see him so like his his ability to break it off like holds them in as like in a spot more and makes the receivers like more open. So, Interesting. Yeah. Surprised they haven't adapted by now to do some man because every time they play the Patriots with that zone coverage, they get blasted. Yeah, and the, yeah, like that's the thing. People like shit on Tara, but like they like you you have to account for his rushing. Like I know, like oh, quarterbacks have to throw, but like the the element that it adds and how much it helps the run game is huge. So yeah, it's an entire new dynamic they have mm-hmm. to plan out for. Yeah, and it's, it's hard to. It, it helps so much. So I'm excited. I like Tyrod. I'm a Tyrod apologist. Pick so, him up. Yep. Um, and so I like I like both these guys in DFS as well. Um, sleeper time. Hit me with your sleeper. Jordan Wilkins. Mm, tell me more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't think I'd get that. <laughs> Jordan yeah. Wilkins didn't either, to be fair. So. <laughs> uh, Bengals, Colts. Bengals do not have a amazing defense. They are pretty solid up front with Geno Adkins, but they're yeah. missing Montez Perfect, That's which is a key, very yeah. big presence in the linebacking core, which we all know is very useful for stopping the run. Wait, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? So, I mean, you got Jordan Wilkins with an injured Marlon Mack. I mean, he's – he. I don't know. He might not do amazing, but I and think he'd be a cool little flyer. I assume yeah. this is all contingent on Mac not playing. Of course. I'm assuming he's not at yeah. this point. Because if you've missed this much of the game plan, they usually don't like to start you anyway because you haven't practiced it all this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I also don't think Mac's that good, but that's a different <laughs> discussion. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, I mean, it said he's going to get the opportunity on early down and they're favored in a dome. Like, yeah. It's I like it and I think he's actually good. So, um, my sleeper is Keelan Cole. Um, he's not owned in a lot of leagues. He maybe was a draft in the last round some leagues, but he's on a lot of waiver wires. Um, I'll I'll pull it up now and just look up Keelan Cole in our league just so I know. I think I have him in I have him in a couple leagues just because when Marquise Lee went down, it was kind of an instant like Keelan Cole's the guy. He is he's owned in fifty seven percent of leagues, so hmm. he's out there. In, pretty much half of leagues um probably an active leagues probably like he's owned 60 percent. anyway um he's he's available in a lot of leagues and he's on people's benches like you could trade for him now too if you want it i think you should um <laughs> he like he's the clear number one there like i know people don't think it thinks too money but like keelan cole last year was pretty bonkers and like near the end of the year when blake right bortles near the, was, like the second half of the year yeah when blake bortles was like the like the top, like the what is the number two QB for a, a good amount of time? It's Boat. Keelan Cole was popping off. Like what is it weeks thirteen through sixteen? He was just a monster. So 
So it'll be 13, 14, 15, 16 to read off here. It was three for 49 and a touchdown, three for 99 and a touchdown, seven for 186 and a touchdown, and six for 108. Like, that's how we ended the season. So, yeah. And, like, he got well, he got 83, 83 targets last year for 748 and three as, a, as an undrafted rookie. And pretty much, like, all in a span of like yeah and it's pretty much this was he before week seven he had let me see let me do the math 26 30 40 he had 47 yards so from week seven on he got 700 yards that's pretty good so and that was without robinson who is still gone now marquis lee is gone alan hearns is gone it's moncrief who i've like i've i've had doubts on him in general and then D.D. Westbrook. So, and obviously ASJ's there too, but I think the, the amount of targets vacated and I don't, I, I mean, the Giants may pick it up, but I don't, I still don't think their past defense is anything special. So, like, the, I think their corners are pretty young, right? It could be totally off base on this, but I'm uh, sure well, Eli Apple is young and immature. Uh, mm-hmm. They have Janoris Jenkins, don't they? Yeah. How, do they? Let's see. Because someone was he the one who called out Eli Apple? Probably. Yeah, I mean pretty, they still have Janoris Jenkins on him, but so he's good. But I mean, still, like, I don't think he like he he. I don't know if he'll shadow Cole or not even. So. No, he'll be. Yeah, I think. I mean, Cole will probably get seven or eight targets. I think right, and that's for a guy who can bust one out of nowhere. That's plenty great. So. Yeah. I mean. He's, a clear number one guy, and he's a great DFS option because prices were set before Lee went down. So, I'm, I'm all on Keelan Cole. Interesting. And then, um, did you? Oh, it looks like you are not on Bortles. And one in our sit column, I see Bottles' frowny face. Yeah. So, tell me about it. Ah, uh, man, I love Bortles, but I don't like this matchup. <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> um. Uh, I I think in general on the season, I'm a little down on the Jags just because a little regression from last year, just a natural one. But, like, they got to go up to New York and play the Giants, who, I mean, I think they're going to fucking come out on fire, quite frankly, uh, with everything that happened in the offseason. Their defense is not bad that was poorly run last year with an mm. inept head coach, but it's not definitely got good talent on it. I like Pat Shermer to help with the offense a lot. And I just think Bortles is going to struggle against Jenkins in the pass rush. Their line is really good though. That's, that is a thing. Like That's true. They do have a very good offensive line. Cause I mean, which it's, is it's huge. more centered towards road blocking, obviously, but like, cause <laughs> Andrew Norwell is like the, the prize, right? Mm-hmm. The center, right, that they signed? Yeah, so I think he's the center, right, for sure? Yep. So, yeah, that's that helps. But, I mean, I, I could see why. Like like I, I mentioned like earlier. Oh, sorry, like, guard. He's a guard. Guard. Okay, I was looking it up, yeah. The guard. But anyway, so, like, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, like, the Giants defense is an option because Bortles can't implode. So, like, I do get it. I think it's more likely that'll be fine, but, like, the possibility is there. So, like, I can see – why like you think like you're seeing that possibility is more likely than I do. 
Right. And that's just like I hate saying it because he won me my championship last year. Yeah, and it's, I like Bortles. It's a it's a low it's a low over under. It's like forty two and a half right now. So I mean that's 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 lower and it's gone down since it like since it opened. So like, it's not going to be like super high scoring. Exactly. I don't think it'll be a super high scoring affair. But I mean most most Jags games aren't. That's kind of their thing. <laughs> their um, mo. Yeah, and then I've also um, I also see you've got Keenum on here. Huh? Mm-hmm. I, I can I can see that, but I'm I don't I don't think he's a sit. I don't know if I put him as a stream. I think he's like if you're desperate, I would be fine of him. Just because I see I I think that the Seattle defense. I mean, okay, Earl Thomas may or may not play, but either way, like one they lost some guys. Yeah, they lost a lot of guys, and like Keenum's like Keenum's a lot better when he's not like trying to catch up, and he's. Not he. I don't think he'll be catching up, trying to catch up that much because I don't. I think his. I think his defense will keep the very inept Seahawks line in check, and thus the Seahawks in check some. So I don't like. I don't think Keenum's gonna be trying to like pull off a comeback or anything. So I, th- I think he'll be like okay. Like he'll probably give you his usual two twenty and two, but or two twenty and one maybe or something. I'm thinking like two hundred and one. Yeah, I mean, obviously roughly. the touchdowns the big difference, but. I mean, well, why, well, can you tell me why you're kind of off of him? I just don't like the matchup all that well. I mean, it, like Seattle's notorious for not being as good on the road, which I totally get. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think he'll be serviceable. I just think he's – I think he's going to be game manager, Keenum. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I mean, I get that. But... They're going to run through Royce Freeman and r- the run blocking, and then he'll move him downfield and get his yardage, but it'll probably be Freeman that hits the end zone. Yeah, and I, I'm looking into it because last year he had a span, Keenum did, where it was like from like 12 to 15 where he's pretty much like 250 and 2 pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. And he he added some rushes in too those weeks too, but I mean, I could, I'm not going to bank on that with Keenum. Like he may get like 20 rushing yards or something. That's about it. But, um, they had a better line though with the Vikings. I mean, how's the the Broncos line isn't any worse, is it? I mean, it's not great. Uh, I'm looking through here. It's not know. horrible. Yeah, but it's, it's pretty much middle great. tier. But like, the Vikings line was pretty good. I mean, it got better as the year went on. But I mean, Keenum's pretty decent on the move. But the, I mean, the Vikings line's really bad now. I think. But um, really, they lost. What is it? Um. What was it? Um, I think Eifen their their centers out this week, but like their lines not oh. like that good. They were just they just hit it well because Keenum pretty good rolling out. But um, and the well, they were remarkably healthy last year. I remember their offensive line. Yeah, so they improved as the year went on some, but like every everything I'm like I've looked at for the start of the season has their line as like not very good to start. Hmm. But um, I mean it could I can obviously change pretty quickly. I'm looking up CJ Anderson right now to see when his good games aligned with Kate Keenum's or anything. Because CJ Anderson was pretty valuable at a certain point in line, I think. Um, CJ Anderson, like some of his like good games align with some of Keenum's good games, but this is as far as usage goes. Because like the last, what is it, week, weeks 13 through 17, where he got pretty much, if he got 15 carries or more, all those games, that was when, I think that was like what I about when I said when Keenum was doing all right. 12 through 15. 12 through 15. And then 12 through 15, and then 13 through 17. So, I mean, sort of aligns with it, but 
I mean, I might just be, it's pr- honestly, that's probably just coincidence more than anything. I'm probably reaching a bit, but, um, yeah, I, don't yeah, really... I just don't love him this week. You know, if I, I had I his treatment, it, yeah. I would. I would, let me see. I'm trying to think of who I'd take him over though. I think, I think I'd take him over Pat Mahomes just because Chargers defense is still mean. Yeah, I would. Um, uh, I'd take him over Trubisky. Um, <laughs> So I'm going, okay, I'm going through. Guys that take over him, I would do I'll take Brady, I'll take Tyrod, I'll take Rogers, Luck, Newton, Rivers, um, Cousins, Stafford, um, Breeze, Big Ben, Dalton. Um Alex Smith, I think so. Definitely. <laughs> Obviously Deshaun Watson duh. Um Trubisky, no. What about Mariota? Ugh. Why you do this to me? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Mariota has the rushing, so that might he, be. He has the bit, rushing, the edge. but the fact that you have to think about this is kind of rough, huh? Because I hate both those as fantasy <laughs> options so much. Yeah, um, Jared Goff. I think I'd go Goff. For sure. Even the same game, I'm going Wilson because it's Nick. Or sorry, because it's Russell fucking Wilson. I was looking at Nick Foles' name because I read that. I'd go Mahomes. Oh, I said I'd go him over Mahomes. I'd go him over Fitzpatrick. I'd go. I think I'd go him over Dak. Just because I don't. I don't know, know if I would. I, I, I have zero idea like how much the Cowboys will do in the passing game. Like yeah, me neither. Um, would you go Bradford or Keenum? Bradford. Um, that's pretty close for me. I think I go Keenum. What about Bortles or Keenum? <laughs> Keenum. Gotcha. Um, I'd go Keenum over Tannehill. I'd go over Garoppolo because the matchup. What about Derek Carr or Case Keenum? Yeah. Derek Carr. Against the Rams, though. I don't know. So. so. That Rams defense is rough. That's a, that's a close one for me. Like, I might as well I love Derek Carr. It, that'd be a tough one for me. Um, yeah. I'm higher on the Raiders, though, than most people are. I think question. their offense is going to be fine. Joe Flacco or Case Keenum? <laughs> on the season, I would take Flacco because I'm high are on the you, Ravens this year. Are you Flacco for Flacco? This year, I am. A I little bit. Are you you're going full Matthew Barry? You're Flacco for Flacco? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Never go full Matthew Barry. Never go full Barry. Never go full Flacco. <laughs> I would. I mean, on the season, I would take Flacco over Keenum. Uh, in this particular matchup, I don't know if I would. Because they're just gonna run Alex Collins down their throat with the enormous lead they have. Yeah, I'm like of the starters. Nathan Peterman is projected the lowest, which makes sense. So yes, it does. Well, like six points. Um. Well, actually, they have Joe Flacco projected pretty low too, just because I assume they think it's gonna be a run fest. But Nathan Peterman, they have, they have him for twelve points. Yeah. Maybe generous. So like this, that's why I said this week I'd probably take Keenum over him, but in general I would take yeah. him over Keenum. I, I like doing these either ors, even if it's a, for a while. Like it's a good exercise, I think. Um, let's see. I love when you come up with one that makes me go ugh. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> I like this. Is my favorite thing to do on this. <laughs> it's just I just like to make you like, it's like it's like think and disgust. Think and disgust. <laughs> uh. Anyway. He sat, he contemplated disgustedly. <laughs> and cried. I like to say disgustedly. <laughs> Not just disgusted, anyway. Um, my sit is just the San Francisco running backs in general. Um, everyone who had McKinnon, or people who didn't have McKinnon, scrambled to grab Rita. 
Morris. And while I think they could be valuable in the season, they're against Minnesota this week. Um, zero chance I play Morris this week. If I'm really desperate, maybe breed if it's PPR because there might be some catch up. But like, I I don't want to play either of them because like Minnesota defense is bonkers. So I'm I'm fading San Francisco in general, but especially the running backs and especially Alfred Morris. So especially against the Vikings. Yeah, it's the Vi- like there's not many people I'd play against the Vikings in general. So the defense is brutal, man. But that it's that really whole good. that whole defense is brutal. So. Even without Xavier Rhodes, it's still very complete. Yeah, and I think he'll, I think I, I think he'll play, but it's yeah, it's a rough one. Um, but anyway, onto an R R two yeah, onto a running back I will play. Onto the bold prediction, I say that Alex Collins will be a top three running back this week. Um, what? He's, he's gonna get the ball so many times, like a lot of times, and like. I wasn't huge. On, I'm not. I said I, did, I don't have him in many drafts. Maybe I had him some mocks or best ball because I'm not. I wasn't huge on him for the season, just because I don't know how sold. The, I don't know how sold the Ravens are on him, but I I think they're sold on like they're gonna use him this week. Like I don't. Kenneth Dixon's not full hundred percent. I don't think. I assume not. And even then, like they're gonna, they're gonna yeah they're gonna run the ball a lot of times and like. I think I think Collins is pretty much a lock for twenty carries or a close close to a lock to it as you can get. I was gonna say over under twenty two. That's a that's probably right about it. I would maybe go <laughs> over even on that just because. Like twenty three. Like, the Ravens actually have a high pace of play too, surprisingly. So. Yeah, he's gonna get the ball a lot, and the the Bills' run defense is actually bad too. So it's gonna be effective. It is. It is like, <laughs> super effective. <laughs> super effective. And so, like, there's probably going to be some good field position, too. Like, they might pick they pick Nathan Peterman off there at the 30. Like, this, this, yeah. So, this good field yeah. position, bad run defense, lots of opportunity. Like, it smells like success for him. So, yeah, I dig it. That'd be a really big upset. If the Bills pulled that one off, they won't shock the world. Bills do it. Heard you wouldn't. They won't. <laughs> <laughs> they won't. Yeah, they're not. I heard someone say either like, I think it was listening to like the fantasy footballers, where it's like Peterman's either a sacrifice or the greatest quarterback ever. <laughs> All right. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a, what they they play the Ravens, Chargers, and Eagles the first three weeks. I think it is right. It's so shitty. Or is it Vikings? It's Raiders. It's it's, it's uh, Ravens, Chargers, and the Vikings. All oh, the Vikings. That's what it was. All right. So three. Of and the then best they, and then they get the Packers. So like, so it'll be like it'll be won't be as brutal on de- like for the defense, but like yeah, Peterman's a sacrifice. Keeping up with that one. Yeah. <laughs> we should just put Josh Allen in against Rodgers and tell him to try to throw it deeper than him. <laughs> Roger said he could throw the ball farther than you. What? <laughs> he said he can throw the ball harder than you. What? <laughs> Throws it through the uprights. Anyway, yeah, my bold prediction, Alex Collins will be a top three running back this week. I feel like that's bold enough. Um, yours, I think, actually might be even bolder, so hit me with it. It is pretty bold. And it's a little more vague. I usually do one for a specific player, but I say rather boldly. That Jay Ajayi will still be the running back one by the time the games end. 
like this week is over officially, right. which is kind of bold because he got 23 points, which is really great for him. It just it, he got it like makes... 60 yards, two touchdowns. Did he get any receiving work? Or did he get like a two point conversion or something? He got a two point. That was it. Right. So yeah, I I'm just basically saying that. There will definitely be some guys that hit like that 20, 19, 18, but I don't see anybody beating him. And I hope I'm wrong, but I wanted, I wanted to be bold, so I said something bold. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I just, yeah, like, it's not like a bad bet that no one's going to have like that good of a game, so like, I, I get where you're coming from, yeah. It just sounds weird to say. <laughs> it does. Mm-hmm. But, all right, so my favorite part next week will be evaluating these and seeing how good we are at guessing. <laughs> Alright, so let's go on to our picks. Um, we can make these quick because we've kind of going for a bit, so we can kind of just quick hit it. And then, um, well, okay, we can, we can talk about our locks and upsets, and then we can just quick hit the rest of the games. So, my lock of the week, um, just so you know, for our locks of the week, they have to be less than a seven point favorite. And mm-hmm. then our upsets are just anyone who is not favored. So, my lock of the week, I took the easy route. They're just under seven points. They opened at seven, now they're six and a half favorites. It's New England hosting Houston. Um, Bill Belichick at home to open the season. That's that's pretty much it. It goes well. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. I know you now, um, <laughs> right. But we'll get to that. My uh, my lock of the week is a three-point favorite. The Chargers. I don't know how they are only three-point favorites to the Chiefs. Um, my guess is it probably. Like, isn't it in L.A. too? Yeah. Like, uh, that's well, I mean, their absurd. home field advantage isn't really that big because, yeah. But. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody goes to the game. But I think they should be a little more favored, quite frankly. So they're my lock. Yeah, I, I like it. I, they, they'll, I think they'll win because normally – I think normally in NFL, like, home field's like a three-point advantage, but, like, it's probably like one and a half for them because <laughs> their home field advantage is so shitty. Right. So, yeah. Um, go ahead, go ahead and tell me. Go ahead and shit on my lock of the week. Just tell me about it. Tell me why my okay. lock of the week is dumb. So your lock of the week, week yeah. is the Patriots beating the Houston Texans as their favorite, as six and a half point favorites. My upset of the week is that the Houston Texans will beat the New England Patriots. <laughs> now I know what you're thinking. This dude is crazy for Watson. That's not it. You're wacko for Watson? Wacko for Watson. You're demented for Deshaun? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. I'm Holmes to that Watson. Um, the guy I want to talk about is Nate Solder. Because mm. Nate Solder was Brady's best I tackle. I like it. I like this. For a really long time. And he's gone. He went to the Giants. Uh, which is why, consequently, I like the Giants a little bit better now, too. Barkley. And the Texans have a pretty good pass rush, so I've heard. Uh, as right, long yeah. as they're healthy, J.J. Watt and Jadavian Clowney. Well, they're going to see where Nate Solder used to be, and they're going to go right for Brady's head. Yeah, worse, Merciless Watt and uh, Clowney all healthy. That, that is just absurd, bonkers doo-doo so and i know it's bold because it's at home and we have a guy coming off an acl tear but to be honest 
the Patriots lost a lot of people in the offseason. And Nate Solder was just one of many. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it hurt to lose Malcolm Butler. He was a key part of their regular season. Um, yeah, honestly, like I kind of like they didn't get they got they're worse now than they were. Like they were, worse. they lost Brandon Cooks, and you can argue that he wasn't necessarily like being utilized fully there, which I would get. Um, but Edelman is also on suspension mm-hmm. right now, so there's just yeah. Actually, my prediction are, those are good points. Like I, I, I get where you're coming <laughs> from. My prediction is that Patriots start the season off pretty rough. And then they turn it around because they're the Patriots, and they do end up, of course, winning the division. They get six free wins. Like, yeah, let's be ex- like, exactly. They get six free wins, and like they're going to make the playoffs because their division is awful. Ex- yeah, they I, still, I still think they'd make the playoffs <laughs> in the other divisions, but like, it helps a lot. If they're in the like NFC North, oh, if they're in like, the NFC, that it would, it would it would still it would be so hard just because like the NFC is so much better. It is like it's just yeah, if they were just in the NFC. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's it's like it's like the NBA where like like the East and West like it's always been like the West has been like so much better. And the East is finally good again now, so like maybe that'll eventually happen or the AFC will turn back around. But for so long it's been Brady, Peyton, Big Ben, one one little bit of Flacco, and then like a little bit of Flacco. Yeah, it's, it's literally been it the whole forever. So yeah. And also the guy the Patriots drafted that they were hoping would replace solder on the line like they were going to move him from guard to tackle or whatever he tore his achilles the rookie yeah, so. yeah he's out so that's a bummer and a half for them but yeah i mean i, I like you've made a lot of good points it makes me a little less confident in my lock <laughs> sometimes like as much as i hate it hate the pats i don't like him either right and i mean the patriots against covering the spread is like almost a surefire thing which is why i know it's a very bold and, yeah and wow. especially opening Week one, Belichick's pretty good. Is I don't know exact, exact record, and he's also at home. So, yeah. But I said I like I like your points. Um, my upset is much smaller spread. It's Dolphins over Titans. Um, the one of the big upset things you can find is if someone's like a road favorite, like by a small margin mm-hmm. that can flop often. So like the Titans are favored by like by one in Miami, in like. As bad as I think Miami might be, as I do think Tennessee's a better team, like this could easily just be like, it's I mean it's, it's the first game of the season. Like people are gonna mess up, shit's gonna go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I know the Dolphins are kind of devoid of some talent right now, but like they they have they have some talent on defense. There's nothing crazy, but like I mean maybe they, I don't think the Titans are gonna come out of the gate just like destroying it. Like, no I, way. I, think, I, think, I think have a new like, head coach like. I have a whole new system they have to learn. Yeah, I think it's going to take Mariota a few games to get used to it all. So, And he was not good last year. And if Xavier Howard is, like, shutting down Corey Davis, which I think might be the case, there's not, like, aside from Walker, he's got no one else to go to. Because, like, I guess Rashard Matthews, but, like, you know, like, there aren't, like, there aren't any playmakers that'll be open if Corey Davis gets, like, shattered by Xavier Howard successfully. So, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, and... This is my favorite pick in like, on, in like pick'em pools is Dolphins over Titans because like a lot, a lot of people are picking the Titans, but it's like they're barely favored on the road. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I like that pick. Why? Thank you. I'm glad you like <laughs> it better than my other pick. <laughs> Dick. Sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah. So let's go ahead and go kind of quickly through these picks since we've been 
going for a wee bit. Um, Let's do it. Yeah, Thursday night game, I, I picked Atlanta. I picked it wrong. So, yeah. I didn't pick. Like, I didn't really. Yeah. Like, I wore it. We didn't, we didn't get it on record, so we, we won't count that. But, um, yeah. So, uh, Pittsburgh at Cleveland, we both got Pitt. Um, <clears> as much as I wanted to take Cleveland. Yeah, which we said so many times last year, but turned out to yeah. go well. And, like, sorry, I, I know I said quick, but Cleveland could just be a facade, too, for all we know. So, yeah. Yep. Um, we both got Indy beating Cincy and Indy. Uh, we actually both had Miami beating Tennessee, so you agree with me. Yep. We both had Minnesota and then Houston, New England. We both talked about I have New England, you have Houston. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we both have New Orleans beating Tampa. Um, <laughs> you have uh, no lull. Yeah, we, we, we agree on a lot of these this week. Um, mm-hmm. I have Jacksonville and you have the Giants, though. That's, a, that's one we disagree on. I, I know you mentioned the Soldier being in, uh, in New York. I think that's going to be like one of the. It's going to be a fun game. It is. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, that, that, that's just going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of, obviously, Barkley, too, and, like, Odell's back. Barkley. Uh, uh, getting Barkley added in and getting Odell back is huge. So, yeah. Odell, man, he's back. Yeah, I like Odell on DFS this week, actually, because his price is the lowest it's going to be all year. And people are going to fade him because of the matchup, and he just got back. So, Odell on DFS and tourneys if you're feeling lucky. Um, yep. And then we've also both got Buffalo. I'm just kidding. We both have Baltimore. Um, <laughs> we both oh, have, you. We, we, and for the next set of games, we both have oh, – oh, we, we agree on all the rest of them. So on all the rest of these, we have L.A. beating KC. We have Denver beating Seattle. <clears throat> Washington beating Arizona. Carolina beating Dallas. Green Bay beating Chicago. Detroit beating the Jets. And Oakland – sorry, and Lorenz beating <laughs> Oakland. So we only disagree on, like, two of them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see going back through it. Where are we? Those are going to be the two that come and get it. But I mean, on a like week one could just go totally fucking off the rails for all we know. So it, so, you know what? It happens all the time because yeah. it's just like the first game of the season. All the teams are still like have poo brain, man. <laughs> <laughs> and some teams always have poo brain. So. <laughs> Got a mad case of poo brain, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's see, I mean, the, the Bills have poo brain. <laughs> I mean, I, I, listen, it's not an episode of Mozzie the Muzzle. If the and the muscle, sorry, I said muzzle there. It's not muzzle. an episode of Mozzie and the Muscle if the Bills don't get shot on. And an Adventure Time reference isn't made. Yeah, dude, that that finale was dope. It made me happy. Me too. I think the part I think I think I laughed the hardest. At um, there are two spoilers. parts. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> what one Jake farted in his dream. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then what lemon grab passed the note to Princess Bubblegum. That was that one was the funniest I think. Oh, that's just already a meme template. Yeah, someone posted the meme template, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah that was that was so funny. <laughs> Unmake me. <laughs> Unmake me. <laughs> oh, that was that was great. So many. It was a good way to end it. I liked the finale a lot. Agreed. Yeah, and I, I like I love Ice King. He's my favorite, and he was featured. It made me happy. Yeah, he was a main part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he has to be. Yeah, and like I was talking to one of my friends, my friend Kurt. He like he like. So like I watched it over the course of eight years when it aired. So like, I like I 
he and I had different thoughts on the finale. I mean, also he has cartoon and anime preferences in general, but like, yeah. it's kind of funny to like when like when you watch or listen to something condensed as opposed to spread out, like how opinions vary on it. Oh, for sure. But um, yeah, I I liked it a lot. Ice King is so funny, and it's my favorite cartoon series ever. So, Blarg. <laughs> How long has this been in here? <laughs> it also, also, at the end of the Gunter was hilarious too. <laughs> when he gets the <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Oh, he just—he's <laughs> gonna become an evil. Right? Oh, nope. Yeah. <laughs> he starts drumming. <laughs> anyway, he just anyway. wanted to be Ice King, man. Oh man, that was great. But um. Yeah, so this um, this will probably I'll get this up tomorrow. So this will be this will be available on Saturday the eighth um, before the um, uh, before the games. You know, you get get some get some nice listening in. So uh, hopefully this you know I mean we'll obviously we'll refine this again as the season goes on. Things will change. We'll try to keep it on a like tighter timeline. But it's it's the first one. We're just excited at football pack. Yeah. Just so happy, man. For sure, for sure. But thank you all for uh, tuning in, dealing with our, especially at the start, man. Some of my jokes were pretty, uh, pretty rough. So I appreciate you <laughs> by that. Um, and also, if you're a, if you're a shook by the Kevin James shoe as I am, let me know. Um, <laughs> we'll send out a. We'll make a support group. Yeah, <laughs> the Kevin James shoe awareness support group. <laughs> Are you aware that Kevin James has his own shoe brand? Now you are. I bet you need help. Do you need a hug? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the the Nike or the I'm gonna cut the Kevin James out of his shoe instead of the Nike thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go watch Paul Blart Mall Cop and cut up Kevin James shoes. Oh my god, no. Uh Fall Blarp. Blah blop. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is gonna turn into a very one of those very poor endings if we don't just cut this now. So, um, we'll uh, we might be doing some streaming before the games on Sunday. And until then, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks again.